I don't have nearly enough Diet Pepsi for what's ahead. Yeah. I, uh, I couldn't remember where the light was for the bathroom, so I did some problem solving, and I was like, I'm going to memorize where everything is so I can go in the dark. Lane, <laughs> get the mop. <laughs> Chris, we know that bathroom's not big enough to miss the toilet. <laughs> You'd be surprised. We have, we have a small bathroom. The whole yeah. bathroom's the toilet. Yeah. Cue the roll call. We are live! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster. Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Pinkcaster! Lane! One little spark of courage! The trickster of infinite topics. Um, Savage Caster, Ibarra Fox. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air. Wait, this was this was the this was the intro. Was it the intro? It is now. Oh we- no! no. No, were no, we no. doing the intro and we didn't know we yeah, were doing the intro? Yeah, I didn't know. I thought we were just waiting for it That's to really start. weird. That was haiku. Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Oh, no. Uh, we're on episode 254. Please, Pokemon! Septile, bitch. Oh, that explains why there was a septile with a gun no, in our chat earlier. No, it's not just... It's episode... It's episode Mr. Stenchy. Excuse me? It's experiment 254. Oh. Oh, we're doing experiment numbers from Lilo and Stitch now too. That's another fan. Blaze, Blazy Coon, what's what's Bakugan two fifty two? I'll be impressed if there are two hundred fifty-four Bakugans. Yeah. I wish that I. My only regret is that Blaziken is not Pokemon four twenty. Your only regret? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's adorable! It's like a little penguin alien thing. That looks like something that was bioengineered for the purpose of being cute, but then it comes off as like trying too hard. What's its that, ability? It. it Basically, that is its ability. It's designed to be super cute so that people bring them to their houses, oh. and then it unleashes a horrible smell. Oh, oh good. So it's Ovirapu. It doesn't, it doesn't like, fart or do anything. It just comes out of its body. Yeah, so Savage Caster's here, and he's uh, filling our chat he, with... He's a famed cosplayer photographer in Toronto. So. That. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, here's proof that I was at this shoot. Hey, it's you! Yeah. Why did I say that? I'm sorry. That's <laughs> it's you! Oh my god! You're on Cast Ranger! I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. I'm sorry. It's me! Here I am while you eat. Uh, so Gar's not here because he decided to be in Dunville. No, he was <laughs> looking for the Ninja Turtles and he ended up in the wrong sewers. Oh, right. Oh, wait, I have to show something to chat. I have to. Sorry, this is the last derailing that I'm going to do, but I found this in my you kitchen. You and I both know that's not true. We both do, yeah. I, I found this in my kitchen. Um, it's a not, that's not the one. It's the one above it. <laughs> the, uh, cock. Yeah, I yeah, found I've co- seen that in stores. You look like you're about to put the cock in your mouth. Yeah, I'm about to eat some <laughs> cock soup. It is. That's really a real thing. That's a pretty good thing. Oh, it is. I, I literally, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. My father had done two shopping o'clock? and just, you know, left the soup. This is a picture Tom did of me as Lil Mac. I love it. Oh, yeah, that's old. It's my that's... favorite cosplay I've ever done. Yeah. All right, so uh, as you can tell, our good friend Savage Caster from the long, long ago is joining us this week. 
Yeah. Uh, and also, this is the first week of a new theme month that we were, I guess, have settled on Cowabungus. Cowabungus? That, that yeah. sounds like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> and you've all contracted it! I have always been rather fond of Cowabungus. <laughs> Cowabungus! This is a month where we talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because apparently every other fucking YouTuber is doing that these days. Yeah, nerd, Phalus, fucking us. But you know what they Are say. Are we cool yet? <laughs> uh, okay, so this week we are talking about Kamen Rider Zeo episode 45, Ryu Soldier episode 19, and for the first week of Calabungus, we are talking about the very first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I almost said Mighty Morphin Ninja from, Turtles. From Is that why we watched that? Yes. I thought you just wanted my opinion on that show for Just Between Us. I mean, that's also... Now I know you had an ulterior motive. How dare I! Waz is looking at you in shame. Wagama, no. <laughs> that's, oh, no. That's Waz's... That's that, a, that wasn't even... Kidding. That's Waz's kink-shaming look. <laughs> More like king-shaming. That's what I was gonna say. Really? For that, for that, you had to use you had to use trans metal, fucking. It's so primal. it's so weirdly specific. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Does anyone, did anyone here watch the videos of Jobby the Hong? Anyone no. heard of Jobby the Hong? He's this really funny um, Asian American um, uh, toy reviewer, but he uh, Jobby the Hong. He uh, yeah, swivel, swivel, yes. Uh, but he he did a review of the um, like the super masterpiece or whatever you know those really nice beast yeah. wars of the Megatron and he actually oh it's so good but it's three hundred dollars he actually had David K like do voice clips for the show oh shit that's awesome including uh, and it got to the point where you know he he tried to get. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> tried, tried to get David K to say, you know, and then I put the disc in my ass. He's like, I'm not saying it. <laughs> the weirdest thing is, I'm playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and David uh, David hey, K is like, e he's like well. every other every other character. Yeah, we played it last time. Yeah. I was at your place, and then yeah. I hear him, and I hear David K. I'm like, Oh my god, it's Megatron! Yeah, we. I don't think it'll ever be as good as I found this out. There, this this is not related to Toku at all, and I'm sorry about that. But there's this one scene in the original Transformers in G1 where the Decepticons just get hammered. Mm. And, and, and Megatron is just talking about the good old days. Oh, yeah. That was not related to Toku, so I am now the leader of the Decepticons. Let's continue. <laughs> I am now the leader of the Ghost Rangers! I thought that that was Rodan. Alright, anyways. <laughs> you really like Common Rider Zeo? No, I am the leader of the Decepticons. <laughs> Your opinion can't be trusted. You think it's pronounced Zio. <laughs> Speaking of... Alright, so before we talk about this week's episode, now that you are joining us here on the podcast, why don't you give us your opinion on the show as a whole? Okay, here we go. All right, let me check my notes here. Are we going to start with your secret word that we... Okay, if I time? had one word to describe... Okay, keep in mind, I am now caught up. I watched 16 episodes in 24 hours. You did? Yes, I did. And then realized there were two that weren't out that I didn't know existed, so I had to watch two more when I got here. So because 18 you episodes. Overtime instead of TV Nihon. Yeah, Overtime I thought they had... Anyway, so if I were to have one word to describe Comrade Zio, it would be fantastic. I fucking love that show. 
I'm not even oh. joking. No, okay. Here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let he, him he, love Jeff. Here's the thing. And thus begins Cast Ranger Civil War. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm team. I'm team Fantastic. No, team Zio. You're team Zio. <laughs> so I'm Zeno. Here's the thing. Okay. So. Comrade Decade was a pretty neat show with a neat premise, but it collapsed under its own weight. Both narrative-wise, quality-wise, and popularity-wise, it was a mess. So when they were making Zeo, they're like, well, shit, we need to have just enough continuity for it to be good enough. We have to have just enough interesting to do, and just enough fan service. And they somehow pulled it off, not in a spectacular way, but the fact that they pulled it off is fantastic. Zeo, when it works, it works really well. And when it doesn't, it's okay. Because it's its highs match for its lows. And the thing is, like, at the beginning, I loved it. We were all, like, drinking the Kool-Aid at the beginning. We were all like, oh, shit, that's awesome. There's ghosts. And then it got a little bit weird. I will admit, the future Rider saga, though I liked some of the writers, like Hikai, I was like, this is, this is bullshit. What is that? I don't even want to know what that is. Anyway, but so, but once okay, so you know where it turned around for me when they uh, did the original Another Zio arc where they finally said, We are committing to some plot threads. We are committing to where the story is going. And then the Blade, the Blade episodes were amazing. I, I actually feel that that's actually the perfect ending for Blade because they left Blade open. And the Agato episode, how much can I, what? I creamed my pants. <laughs> For the Agato. You know when Agato yeah, shows like up. You said that like, and that picture showed up. <laughs> yeah. So soup is hiding. Now you got me calling it. Soup is hiding. <laughs> yeah, we got to call your soup. What 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 are we gonna do? And you hear <laughs> and he just walks out and he henchins like he did one of those like common writer gills, like like blocking henchins. Yeah. And then they played the mute they played the song. Yep. The, the, and I'm just like I just was I had chills and a, a single sexy tear came out of my mouth. <laughs> came out of your mouth? Yeah. Well oh, no, sorry, it came yeah. <laughs> some people, I vomited a tear. Some people call that drool. No, it vomited, it came it came Sex out of my drool. mouth. It went up into my eye. Um <laughs> But the thing is, I it, I came to a realization as I came from watching that. You did apparently um, come from realizing that. From that to <laughs> I uh, I came to a realization that Zio pulled off what they were trying to do in the moder in a moderate way. Now that doesn't sound very good, but how hard would it is it going to be to pull off what they were trying to do to have a show? That has fan service for 20 different series of the show and still have it be cohesive enough that it's not absolute bullshit like Decade became. The, so, an the answer is never have this erasing the timelines bullshit because that was the start of all their problems yes. that I've been ranting about for the past 44 weeks. But the thing is, Chris, you have to do as they said, which is don't think too much into it. You have to... Telling us to stop looking into the plot is not an excuse for sloppy writing. Well, you you are like a principal who likes disbelief so much you can't suspend it. Okay, that was actually a pretty good... That's like, idea. okay, you know no, how... You know, you, oh, here, let me put this to you in a, in a way you're going to understand. You know how you told us on your way here that Pizza Pizza's been giving you food poisoning a lot? Mm. That's like if I force-fed you Pizza Pizza and told you, don't, don't pay attention to the food poisoning. Yes, but... Like, continuity doesn't give you the shits, Chris. Yeah, like, Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Uh, this is he, me we're talking you about. You know what the thing is? Zio is good enough 
when it's great for me to ignore the bullshit. It is like a friend who's obnoxious to you, like like twenty percent of the time. Yeah, later. Um, <laughs> like, but how, however, eighty percent that other eighty percent that are amazing friends, so you can look up the fact that they're secretly a murderer. <laughs> It's like, yes, yay, like, I'm aiding and abetting! Yes, Lane is technically a serial killer. <laughs> I am. But his taste in music in the car is great. Like, <laughs> hooray, I'm an accessory! Uh, okay, so they want to know, okay, so we guys go, what are the book of Gates? I like Gates a lot. Um, so I also does like, Gar, apparently. I like Gates a lot. Uh, I find he, uh, the, yeah, the flipping flopping of, is he gonna, you know, like. Will he, won't he? But after, the you know what, but after the uh, after the uh, another the original another Zio arc, he had a pretty consistent "I'm your friend" arc until he lost his memory. But you can't blame that one on him. No, that's just shitty writing in general. That's not shitty character. That's shitty I, writing. Yeah, I did not care for that. Let's all forget things. But I'm just glad it was only two episodes. Those were back. a perfect microcosm of the entire show and its problems. I, you know what, you see problems. I see. Overlookable like, issues. Let me, like to be perfectly honest, the show Waz. has good points. About um, it. I like Waz as a comedic character. I don't like him as a main character. I find that Waz. Okay, so Gates, even though he flip flops back and forth of whether he's going to kill Zio every week, he's pretty consistent in the fact that he has turmoil, of wanting to do the right thing. Whereas Waz doesn't seem to have any motivations other than I'm going to shake the whatever Overlord is the Overlord this week's dick. And well, I mean, it did turn out that he was only working now, with... Now, keep in mind, okay, so I, I like that there's a distinction. I don't mind Black Waz. I hate White Waz. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, we Black got, Waz... We like, all got sick of, of that French That whole shit went quick. on way too long. We all got sick now, of French Waz pretty quick. when it comes to soup, we're going to go for soup. <laughs> um, Her name is Alpinas? Yeah. Al- <laughs> Alpina Colada? Yeah. Um, Alpaca? I like okay. I think she's underutilized. I think that Absolutely. she's she's an interesting character, but sometimes and I like that they kind of forgot about her around the middle of the series. And right now, now she's a focal character. She's Weiss's or uh, Weiss Gates. Weiss uh, no uh, Schwartz's, Schwartz's sister. Uh, and um, now that she's good again, and I like when she's badass. I like when she shoots the Fies gun. I like when she's. And when they and I'm hope she gets her time stopping power because I like when she's proactive. She's such a strong female character. I just I just think it's really tragic that the the most interesting thing about her so far is just the fact that she turned out to be related to a to a male. That's character. not the most interesting about that. The most interesting thing about her is that she doesn't put up with anyone's shit. However, eh. the best character in that series is Uncle. <laughs> I love I love Where's the fact that four goddamn Imagine have showed showed up to ask him to fix a goddamn there. train. He was like, "Fuck it, all right, let's do it." And then he did. And then he fixed the time yeah. train. Uh, so okay, so I like to sum up. Okay, like for example, Common Rider Agato, I summed it up as a uh, um, um, a wonderful gardener can't get over the shit in his life. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much Agato. This one is a man. Uh, makes way too much food for people who don't appreciate it. <laughs> that's 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 the plot of Uncle, and I like the fact. Like it just seemed to me, in you know, uh, at a certain point in in a lot of the quick, really quick arcs, that he kind of knew. He figured out 
that he knows everything about Zio. He knows about Gates, and nobody realized that he's on to them. They just stopped sugarcoating it. They yeah. stopped lying. And like, imagine show up, and he's just like, you know what? I'm just happy. I'm down. I'm just happy that Sogo is out meeting new people. Like, I'm just Sogo's making friends. I'm so proud. Yeah. I'm just this is you know he's this is a new lifestyle choice, and I don't get it, but I, I'm going to support it. I you know you're a common writer now, and I'm not going to say anything about that. What's you know, up, fellow so writers? So he's not a common writer, but he's a common writer ally. You know. Yeah. Like, uh, and the, the, here's the thing. Um, and here, okay. So the reason I said fantastic is because I'm watching those those 16 episodes. I know they're they're yes, that was the joke that I was making. Actually, I was like likening it to a cool uncle being supportive of somebody's uh, sexuality. Yeah, uh, as com- being a common writer is is not a choice. It's it's a, <laughs> a thing that you're born with. <laughs> um, uh, put up with his dumb king shit. Yeah, they, well, they're not gonna king shame him. You know, that's that's uh, <laughs> no king shame. But you know, okay. But here's the thing. Okay, so I was up uh, like last year. Uh, I was really up on on Zio when everybody was excited when it first started, and I had back surgery. I was actually <laughs> I'm the writer. In case anyone was wondering where I went for a year, I had I had back surgery, and uh, I kind of stopped watching Sentai for a while. So you, so, pulled, so you were Rocky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So anyway, so but the thing is, one of the reasons why I stopped watching because like it was right at the kind of the beginning of the the future writers arc, and I was kind of like, I'm not, I'm, I I really didn't like Quiz. Quiz and, I didn't like, but the other two I really well, the other did one I liked a bit more. But I mean, like I just you might was, enjoy Shinobi if you watched his three parts. Oh, I'm going to. I haven't downloaded, but anyway, so I was kind of like meh on the show, and so when I started like a couple of days ago trying to catch up, or 24 hours ago when I started binging it, at first I was like. Uh, and I had itchy, like bitching. Uh, you know, we'll call him itchy. You know, bitchy, itchy, um, <laughs> itchy, bitchy. Yeah, talking about how oh, I can't wait for it to be over. And I'm like, oh shit, is it bad? And then I'm watching the show, and it just just starts getting better. Like not great. It doesn't get like. To- let me be perfectly honest. What I've what I've phrased as my opinion of the show is: for every one thing the show does good, there does two things wrong. Which is to say that, yes, I don't like it overall, but it does a lot of interesting things. It's just that the things that I think it does badly just overpower me. My you know what? I'll put it for uh, for me. It's for every one thing they do wrong, they do two things right. So I'm the opposite, and that's of that. fair. I'm not saying my opinion I got is to objectively a certain point, correct. I'm literally sitting at a Starbucks sorting photos and watching Zio on the thing because I had to, you know, like I was literally doing it for like hours. Yeah, and then I just got to a point when I was like, I really like this show. I really, you know, like it was, I watched the Agito, two Agito episodes I think are the two best episodes of the show in my opinion. I do think the Blade and Agito arc, yeah. the way that they continued the plots of their original yeah. shows was and good. And I came to a realization that when I watched Decade originally, I wanted all of that fan service and I felt that they dropped the ball on more of them than they actually, you know, spiked. Because they were all alternate universes. Yeah. Whereas this one, you can say that some of the appearances didn't hit the mark, but a lot of them are great. Yeah. And I would say, you know, the, okay, so the thing is, like, a decade had nine to do, and they got two of them right. Uh, Zio had 20 of them to do, and they got at least half of them right. Yeah. So I would say that's that's pretty good. And the fact that they pulled it off is what's fantastic. And the thing is, like, everybody, yourself included, thought that this might be a train wreck of a season. And other than the episode where there was a train wreck... <laughs> Um, this That's show, yes. this show was pretty solid, you know, the solidly was pretty much, it was pretty good. And the thing is, pretty good 
in the lines of having to put 20 years of continuity, uh, appease the fans, and tell their own story pretty good is fantastic. I will, I will concede that they took on a lot. And the thing is, the fact that they pulled off what they did is, is amazing. And the, I will give them the fact that this may not be the most polished season, and it may not be the best season, but it will be remembered as a fun season where they pulled off everything they said they were going to pull off. Because they didn't fail anything. They did all of the riders. Some of them were in movies or hype about it or extra videos. But the thing is, how many, like, like decade... Some of them were thrown at the wall. They didn't do very well. Like they, the, the series, they'll tell you that they only intend to do thirty. That show got fucking canceled. I'm sorry, but I mean, like Zio will finish, no matter how it finishes. Going, we did it. We did potentially the most ambitious anniversary season that we've ever done, and we and we did it. We had had missteps. It had missteps along the way, but we got to the end, and it was pretty damn good. Exactly. Yeah, like Thumbs it. up. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, so, something of a minor conversation topic that we've started in the last couple of weeks is now that we're nearing the end of the show, well, how do you think the show will end, and how would you like it to end, if differently? I think it's going to come down to uh, Sogo having to give up on his dream of being king in order to fix the timeline. Interesting. I think that I it's like going to come that. down to if he becomes king... The timeline will be messed up, and he will become Omazayo no matter what. And only by uh, Soup becoming the, uh, the king and fixing the proper timeline. Queen Soup! So let's say the original Common Rider timeline, before they fucked around with it, is the Soup timeline. <laughs> and then you got the Sogo timeline, you know, and then you got the Gates timeline, and then say maybe the, the Schwartz timeline. We've got to get Soup back. And the only way we can get Soup is for him to sacrifice. That's a good plan. Um, however, I don't see him with soup. I see him with Gates. I, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go full full ship on that one. Ha! Gates. Hey, okay. Oh, uh, like uh, Gates is a beautiful, don't, beautiful no. man. Don't, 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 Not as beautiful as Waz. Waz is the most beautiful man in the series. He I agree. Yeah, but... I, I, can't, I can't say I disagree with that. However, I can't. I I, I can't focus right now because uh, I can never remember his name. The wolf guy from Kiva showed up. Gorilla. Oh my, okay, uh, warning, um, uh, some bisexual speak. Uh, that man is beautiful, and it makes it hurts me to look at him. That's how beautiful he is. Jiro, <laughs> so yeah. Basically, the his human name is Jiro. I also love that they mentioned him, because he also played uh, one of the uh, uh, Oni. Zanky. Yeah, Zanki. And I love they talk about, and then he was dead, and I just think back to him laying fa naked face down <laughs> in the lake, and I'm just like, please flash back to naked down, face down in the lake. <laughs> Jiro is his human disguise name. His real name is Garulu. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah, he is. Uh, well, yeah. So, but the thing is, like, I, I like Gates and Sogo. I, I would love for them to both be, you know, well, one of them's the king and one of them's the bottom king. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of them's the king and the other's is the throne. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I think it's going to come up to him. The, oh, yeah, there we go. Well, he's he didn't. He's gotta be. He's gotta be in his Wait, early sixties now. Is that like, him? Probably. And like like a, a quagsire. Yeah, that looks like Waz. That is Waz. Yeah, but I mean, like I don't. It's it's. I think that it's gonna end up with they have to put the timeline back, and for 
um, Sogo to get what he wants and what he's dreamed of, he ha- it has to be at the sacrifice of everything else. As much as he wants to be a good king, he will become the overlord by the fact of what he has to do to get it. Mm-hmm. So he has to sacrifice his dreams in order to do the right thing. And to be the king he wants to be, he has to give it up. I like that idea. I think that that's... Now, what we're actually going to get is metaphysical time travel mumbo jumbo that makes no fucking sense. Like two out of the three endings of Evangelion. <laughs> two out of the three endings. Yeah, of probably. Yeah. What's the third ending? Oh well, the one in the movie could be good. That's why I'm saying two out of the three to d- 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 deal with it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I re- that's from the guy movie, right? When he just showed What's up. The and he was... Wizard. Oh, Wizard. Uh, yeah. Wizard yeah, he was just like. <laughs> I just love, it just seems like that actor's like, I'm just going to keep playing this guy till it's not funny. No, anymore. and that's why I love when he keeps showing up in, this, in I have, anything. I have to say, I'm surprised he's been in it this long, because I never thought he'd be okay with playing fourth banana this long. I think he's, you know what, I think it's like the guy who plays Dan Kuroto, that he just finds it so much fun, he's like, I'm just here, whatever. Like, Dan Kuroto's pretty much, he's probably in the next room waiting, can I come in this episode? Yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking of beautiful men. Sure. And goddamn Kuroto. Who we also saw naked. Yeah, he's, he joins the pantheon of naked Kamen Riders. You have uh, Kamen Rider Shin, naked in the pool. having his, uh, uh, And you had uh, Kamen Rider Zanki, naked, face down in the lake. And then Kamen Rider, uh, Kamen, Genmu. Kamen Rider Genmu, naked on top of a waterfall. So there's a theme, you know. Of like it, If you are beautiful enough, or Shin... Uh, <laughs> You gotta be. You you get the honor of being naked around water. Is yeah. it bad that, that like I, I no you know what no. Edgy yeah edgy the, the is, water the water represents oh, the fangirls. Yeah. No that's not no I was gonna I was gonna I was oh gonna heart say, man we're talking about how did we get on okay I like yeah this is the uh, patented savage caster derailment we're talking about hot male comrades. Oh joy. Uh, comrade or like well I'm gonna call him Comrade Hart because he was Comrade yeah. Hart. And that was a beautiful suit that I wish we'd seen more uh, than once. Um, I wasn't a fan of it. Hart was a beautiful... Well, you know what? I like, I love Drive, and I love Kiriko, but Hart, man. Yes. All right, let's get into this week's episode, actually. Can I get a what-what for Kiriko? We'll get, one, we'll get one attractive woman in that list. So the episode starts with G4 uh, almost murdering everyone with his goddamn Gigant missile. Mm-hmm. And Wall steps in to go, yeah, that's right. You may be wondering how we got here, but let me show you how we're getting away. And then just fucking fabricanises everyone away. I'm going to use my Dusex cape. My Dusex yeah, Maka cape. Lane has taken particular issue with the fact that the name of the thing Waz does with his scarf is apparently called Fabricanesis, according to the wiki. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, that's what the wiki says! Fabricanesis? Yeah! It's stupid, and I'm surprised you don't agree with me. I think it's hilarious. Uh, you know what? It's so stupid, it's good. Like, right? It's just like... That sounds like a Pokemon move for like a, a Pokemon that's a blanket. Was is like a Was is like a Fabromancer. It's like Fabric Lance. Fabric Lance. So it's like a Pokemon move for a Pokemon that's a blanket. Yeah, like in the next in the Galar region, there's going to be a blanket Pokemon, and it's going to use Fabric Kinesis as its move. So Gates, it's the ability is to get uh, kings out of harm's way in the jiffy. So Gates is pretty much close to like fucking killing wool and just being like get the fuck out of here or I will end your life. You're you're evil. I've seen you do evil things. I could never trust someone like you. Oh hey Sogo. 
I'm just happy we saw Dark Ghost. That is one of the most no, beautiful Dark and Rider then, suits. And then Sogo and Gates start having an argument, which is like weird because it's something We're that they, on they, this it's, again. It's, it's an argument that they should have had like back in like episode like five or something of the series, but like it's 45 episodes later, and we're still, like, they're still arguing over bullshit. Like, Again with the Klingons. So, I'll never forgive them for the death of Michael Wade. Um, but, like, there, there, for, for this episode, for me, there are a lot of things I took from it. Like, another drive, for example, is so goddamn awesome. So, yeah, it turned out that the aura who is another drive was actually the fucking paradox roid mute from the move from Surprise Future, so technically we got Dark Drive. Surprise Future. <laughs> mm-hmm. Though it's funny where, like, Wool encounters Aura, and it's like, you're another rider, and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he's like... Yeah, get away from me! Get away from me! He proceeds to get closer to her so he can pass her and run away. Yeah, no, it was it was actually kind of funny seeing Wool just being so fucking terrified the entire episode. And then he gets stabbed! <laughs> and then Aura, yeah, just like, the actual Aura just pulls a fucking about face and w- does what I can only describe as uh, glowy red time stab. Yeah, like, you know what? I, I, I When I yeah. saw it, I, I something Chris says a lot. Um, came to mind, was which is what? curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. So, so, so Ichi was confused at like why this happened. And He's like, already so, Where does so, the sword come from? So, like, I'm gonna explain. That's a good question. Considering Swords took away her time powers, well, what the he, fuck he, was he, that? He, I think she made a deal with him or she something. Just yeah. The sword so, I, I, I gonna explain what happened. So, pretty much, like, what Aura says is, it's like, it's like, well, we both know, but we know, we know that both of us can't survive this. Like, one of us has to go. Why? Why is that? Uh, maybe because that's not good no, that's enough. Never been no, but anyways, I'm now keep it right. They could explain. This. So but they that, that's why there is literally uh, they showed a shot of Schwart, uh, Schwartz that's just standing standing there and smiling because he's like, haha, I know what just happened. And so he obviously made a deal with Aura, or Aura is just going to be like, yeah, I killed Wall. I'm evil. Can you? Can I be on your side, please? And and again, I will answer with what I have been responding to all of Zio's problems. Cool, that would make sense if you fucking explain this explicitly to us. Tell us this somehow. Well, this maybe, implica- maybe they will in the next episode. I don't. Um, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh, kudos and the MVP award to fucking Sukasa for this episode because like literally oh it's, it, it's so funny. So sh- like he he counters Su- Schwartz and counters Sukasa and he's just like he's like haha you can't do shit I took your powers and just fucking Sukasa responds with. Yeah, bitch. My very existence is my power, and like, so, bitch, I am not Comrade or Decade. Comrade or Decade is me. Yeah. So like, he thinks that just because Schwartz took his Decade powers, like Sukasa's powers, no, his dimensional portal shit comes from him. That's he, a that's a he can, just, power. he can just do that. You know what it was like, Schwartz. You underestimate how fucking extra I am. So then, <laughs> so as just as Sukasa just, just, just a second, uh, Ryder Custom posted in our chat was futuring extremer. Ooh, not bad. Um, so then Sukasa should have the cloak though. <laughs> so Sukasa, as he's freaking just laying out this sick burn to Schwartz, you just hear like the da da da, just like his little like mini decade theme. Yeah, and just like yeah, he fucking portals away. Yeah, exactly. He just portals away uh, Sogo and himself. And so I, I think that we need to talk about the Eternal in the room. 
Um, he is so cool. I don't click. Just like Eternals here because Eternals here. Does anyone have a problem with it? No, no I didn't think so. No, <laughs> I, I didn't have a problem. Like so, yeah. Schwartz summons fucking uh, Dido Katsumi. Yeah, Dido Katsumi, and it seems that it's him. Like uh, Sukasa explains later, it's like, oh, he's from like a point in time where like he won. Yeah. So what, yeah. what what's happening here is Schwartz is using the another decade power set to trap random people in what actual decade ends up referring to as another worlds, which are mini pocket dimensions based on possibility, alternate possibilities to change reality uh, to create his own little mini timelines where the victim of each Another World is trapped in a version of reality where they get what they want. But and it this... seems like it's looped as well. I, you know what? I, I'll take it. You know what? That's pretty cool. It, yeah. it, it's obviously not Swartz's endgame, but it's a cool power to have. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take that world. Like, you put me in a world where... Oh, yeah, no, I would love to have one of my own. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, it's like, we're all watching it going like... One illusion, like, please. This is, not, this is not bad. I don't care if we're reliving it again and again, as long as I, I don't know. That's the best like, part. Like, right? the whole idea is supposed to be it's like an illusion that you can't... that, that you're, it isn't worth it, but I understand yep. the desire to want it. I don't know. I, 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 had a rough, I had a rough week. I'll take it. And th this episode proved that, like, you're stuck in a loop of just constantly re yeah, so, revisiting that moment so that the, you the, want. The example that we're given is Awada, who was the victim during the Another Exit arc, coming back and going, hey, Sogo, come watch my gaming tournament. Watch me play Tekken 7 get my shit stomped. Yeah, and what's And have a chat with me in front of the poster and for Tekken 7. He, he lost because he was, because uh, Iwata was playing fucking Paul Phoenix and uh, his opponent was playing as Martial Law. And Law is obviously the better of the two characters <laughs> because Law knows uh, I was gonna say being nice to Lane and not telling him he's wrong. So just let's... I was going to say, you know Tekken better than I do. I do know Tekken very well. Well, so. not from that statement he does. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you don't play... I, play. I, no, hey, I play, I've played Paul in tournaments, man. I, I, I've I've made. I'm just kidding. I, nobody I, plays. I, I, I had the fucking with you. You could you could have fooled me. I don't I know. Made, I mean, Steve Steve Fox in Tekken, so he's the boxer. Anyway, so the point is, uh, so Swartz uses the bad king all the way. Swartz uses these another. I'm like Sogo. I pick king to not only trap people in an alternate reality where they get what they want, but apparently at the same time also changes the. Of the order of events in this another world, where a particular dark rider from the past evidently did not die, in order for him to then pull that dark rider out of this parallel pocket reality and into the actual world, so he can use it to fight. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait. Let me just occur to me. So Sogo has just come back from another dimension, almost being like you know, dark rider kicked to death by missiles. Yeah, he's beaten. He doesn't know where Soup is. Everything's going, on, but he drops what he's doing to go to his gaming tournament. Like, he's, well, he, he doesn't choose to. The guy drags him. I mean, but literally, like, dude, I'm trying, trying to, to save, save the world. I'm here. trying to save the god. I don't care that you're playing Tekken. Come at me when you're playing Street Fighter, like a real. <laughs> Like Play a real game! Yeah, like, we're in Japan, what are you doing playing Tekken? This Sell is, it and smash! This is Street Fighter country, son. <laughs> but I'm just like... Get that so weak shit off here. Sogo, don't you have anything better to do right now? Schwartz is right over there with goddamn Eternal. And you're fucking playing video games. Yeah. Oh, God. But, uh, so what I don't understand is, when Eternal first shows up, the first thing he says is, Oh, I thought I'd already earned a like a proper death and a good rest, which would imply that this is the Katsumi from the actual timeline after all of the events we've seen him in. But the way Swartz's Another World works 
is that it changes the timeline so that the Dark Rider won, which means Katsumi would have not ever died. So, just another example of sloppy writing? He could remember the other version. Because the Time Jackers kind of exist outside of that, so it's one of those things where he might have promised him, I'm going to give you that ending, so he still remembers it. Uh, uh, Maybe? Or maybe his proper ending was getting a good death. so Katsumi, Katsumi, Katsumi Henshin's in the Kamen Eternal. It's fucking badass. The cape flows out and everything. It just Thank looks, God it's blue flare. He, he looks so well. Yeah, uh, but he looks so fucking cool. And then and I still love that his ch- his Henshin chime sounds like the fucking Powerpuff Girls episode theme. And then bam 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 bam. Yeah, and then <laughs> Sogo, Sogo decides to fight Comrade Eternal in base form. And, That's a bad uh, I have no idea. No idea why when he's never fought this rider before. You know, I was going, I was willing to chalk it up to, oh, he's just sizing him up, seeing, measuring his power, and then he's going to work his way up through the forms. Nope. You know what I would have loved Sogo to do that just would have fucking triggered Eternal so badly. He just goes Granzio, summons double as Gold Extreme <laughs> as he's doing the rider kick that killed a turtle. Yeah, that, that would have been, been amazing. Fucking, and Eternal is just like, oh shit, not again. We both know that Sogo is not that. Smart. Or you know, use ZO2's rewind ability to undo Eternal showing up. Or Wool's death. <laughs> yeah, like like we're skipping ahead, but later on, like Wool gets time stabbed by actual Aura, and five seconds later, my immediate thought is. Oh no, if only we had a time machine with which we could go back to the past and save you oh. from death. Oh no, the cards! Oh, Tom knocked over his cards. Cicado. I have no one to blame but myself. And then... I and, blame Zio. And then we get the... I do too! And then, we, <laughs> and then we get the fight between two riders that I don't think anyone ever thought of or asked, where it's like, Gee, I would love to see Comrade Eternal fight Comrade Aqua. Because... That that happens. It, it, I, I will admit, though, it, it's a pretty fucking cool fight. I'm glad that they did what I was hoping they would do, where like they fought and they moved towards the water, and then Aqua was just like, "Yeah, you're in my element now, bitch." No, I got it. Okay. Let's see neither than this. What's number two? Um, but yeah, so Aqua and Eternal fight, and it's a pretty interesting fight. Somehow Eternal doesn't drown. I hope you have a va- oh shit, Chris. I'm sorry. You have a vacuum. I'll vacuum this up after. The underwater yeah. fight was actually really cool. Yeah, and, 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 bef- like and before Aqua Henshin's, he pulls out Eiji's fucking old ass underwear again for instance. Which is kind of weird. I'm not gonna lie, it, it's cute, but it's also great, very weird. It's weird, like Lane underwear. coming to your house, like it's... <laughs> like Lane driving four hours to Pembroke. <laughs> <laughs> The power of tomorrow's underwear. It's not quite as strong as yesterday's underwear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Waz actually did something that super impressed me this week. So he Waz Ginga ends up fighting another drive. And another drive busts out his slowdown. And Waz Ginga shrugs it off going, Fuck that shit, there's no gravity in space, bitch. And he's not wrong. That was a really clever... That was amazing. In I sp- applauded. In space, nobody can hear your shit. So then, <laughs> yes, then Gates ends up showing up and, like, fighting, uh, thing. And then, like, 
as Aqua's fighting Eternal, like, Aqua uses, like, this, like, kind of water bind ability to, like, hold Schwartz down, and then, like... Sue comes in with the data drain. Yeah, Alpaca comes in, and she, like, yeah, tries to well, steal back her powers. Well, data stream. But then huh. Schwartz just goes, bitch, please, turns into another decade. What's, it, weir- what's weird is, like, he could have done that any time, but he waits long enough that I think Sue probably got at least some of her power back, maybe not Sue all of it. got cold. <laughs> Well, I think she's trying to take all of the power away. Yeah. Uh, yeah which I, I think she's going to end up all getting. Uh, Aqua probably. should have turned Poseidon. That would have been fucking great. No, you know what should have happened? Mm-hmm. They should have made Aqua fight Poseidon. Oh, that would have been great. Confronting his own dark side? That would have been great. Oh. God damn it, writers. Um, so then, like, Eternal Aqua end up underwater, and, like, Aqua actually, uh, obviously has the home field bench. But then I feel like it's like it's kind of pointless because Eternal's technically a zombie. Yeah. So he went, that's cute, and whooshed his cape, and then Aqua got his ship splashed. And we got to see his fucking awesome like dagger again. That fucking knife is awesome. I think it's called the Eternal Edge or something. Yeah, Eternal Edge. That's right. That sounds like something you would buy for an infomercial that never goes dull. So then, that's like something from Soul Calibur. And the Eternal Edge. Never and then, happens. and then, fucking another drive does something that I didn't expect to happen, and I actually like excuse oh, me. The he, Thunder Beast. I want that. Skull uh, fighting I, Eternal. Oh, I, I just want. I don't. I don't care that what he does. Good. I just want Skull to show up. Right. And they've been they've been going on about how they're releasing his ride watch lately, so I expected him to show up. And. He fucking another drive summons another Tridoron, like which it's, I call it, the it, Anotheron. It, it, it's a fucking monster version of the Tridoron. It's, it's got like big monster. jagged plates and like giant like biker pipes all over. It's yeah, fucking badass. It's great, and just he uses it to like fucking fight Waz, Ginga, and Gate survive. And then like yeah, so after Wool gets stabbed, Sogo like shows up thanks to Sukasa and like. Like, it's funny, like, Sugasa and them go to, like, the another world, and he's just like, aha, I figured out everything that's going on. It's like, how, how do you know? Because it's a decade. Uh, <laughs> this but, world can only be stopped by being destroyed. But Luckily, that, I have a vested interest in destroying worlds. But Remember that time when I destroyed all of the worlds? Yeah. And then Wait, so, he destroyed all of the worlds? He killed every common well, rider. Well, to be, to be fair, they were alternate reality worlds. He killed, well, he killed every common rider except for one, including himself. Yeah. Um, and then what s- even happened in Tekken? <laughs> well, you find out. It's only three episodes, so and several movies. Um, so then Sogo shows up and like after Wolf gets stabbed, he's like, "Hey guys, let's go!" Oh, oh, fuck! If only we'd and, gotten here five seconds and, sooner. And, and then he gets like the most pissed off we've ever seen him. Goes Grand Zio, just skipping like, the henchin. Immediately, just fucking starts beating the shit out of him like Kuga did in that one episode. Yeah. And well, then, he's not like on top of him, hammering and, him. No, but then we get the best fucking thing ever, where he just he summons Drive. I'm gonna angrily tap my knee at you. Yeah. So he summons Drive, <laughs> and now Drive's fighting another Drive. I'm like the me being the Drive fanboy that I am. I'm just fucking, say Drive I, more. I, I, I wish I wish inside. that we had gotten the Drive theme. Because not only, like, are you telling me they couldn't get the rights? The guy who sings it's over in the next stage. Right? Yeah, no. Just, like, I just want, like, to play the drive theme and Eternal's like, oh, this sounds good. I like this I, Like, they might as well have just had him, like, step in and start actually fucking singing it right? at this point. Um, and then we just get the fucking most awesome thing ever where, like, he brings it, he does, like, uh, 
Grand Zio finish or whatever like that. And he summons the uh, actual Tridoron, which smashes through the fucking another Tridoron. Just dummies it in one shot like it's made of popsicle sticks. And then they, like, defeat, get they defeat another drive with, like, the standard drive uh, Hisats rider kick. And just both of them, both of them are bouncing off the Tridoron, just kicking another drive. And then drive kind of, like, phases into Zeo. And then he finishes him off. And just another drive just dies and... I, like, Ichi was there as witness. I fucking lost it. It was so fucking cool. And for a half second, you see the actual form of the Paradox Roid Mute before he and, explodes. And then, and then he explodes into two 108 cores, which was fucking weird. I don't understand why that happened. Did, did he do that in the movie? I'm I not don't sure. remember. Does anyone remember if he had he two did, cores? He did, actually. He did? Yeah, inexplicably. They didn't talk about it. Because he, he was both from the present and the future or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess he did in the movie. Wasn't yeah. his plan to, like, fuse with his past self or something? I don't... I just, maybe he did in the... Because remember when the, they were they were in that one ruined area and it was, like, his own body in the past but, like, deactivated? Yeah, when well, the world that uh, Schwartz made for me probably hence, did. Hence Paradox. Um, so, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and so, it, like, Gates go, runs off for some reason, and then he tries to, he like, goes fight. to save Soup. Yeah, he tries to save Alpaca. He went then, to the pants store. And then, <laughs> and then just Schwartz is just like, haha, fuck you, I'm going to put you in your own world. And I guess he puts him in a world, in a point in time, in timeline where, you know, Gates defeats Omazeo, and guess who the fuck shows up again? Guess which Dark Rider corresponds it's, to that timeline? It's Francois, well, White was, just, whatever you want to call yeah, him. Yeah, I love. He's just like he's like Sukumi-chan. complete with his fucking weird ass visor. Yeah, he's just he's being like, hey, 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 guys, I'm watching a lot of Star Trek: The Next Generation. And he's just being smug as fuck. And this is where I start to believe that these are in fact alt alternate timeline versions of them. Because he seems a little out of character compared to his last appearance. Because when he faded out at the at the end of his arc, he seemed to be like content because he was like, "Yeah, you're the better Waz. You have friends. I'm gonna let you guys handle saving the world." But so, but this one comes out and like, "Oh, I'm back to cause mischief." Well, maybe maybe he it's him from like before he like felt that way. Maybe. So it was just him when he was douchey frauds. This is a decade power that's happening. Fucking anything could be happening. Exactly. And so now next week we get the Waz off! Yeah, so like one that's of them actually so says really let's fun. have a Waz on Waz battle. <laughs> and secret, they're gonna summon Scott the Waz to fight <laughs> too. Every you mean discount John Tron? Every single time I see him on YouTube recommended, I think of Waz what was it you were saying, Emily, when I said Wazoff? I just said it sounded kind of inappropriate somehow. I don't know why. <laughs> Some hot Wazoff oh, action. It you does sound like something British. You bloody Waza. It's because yeah. it sounds like Ozzy. <laughs> um, Waz out. He's coming. <laughs> so, yeah. For, so. Uh, biggest oh, wait, is this the curing can I can't yeah. cure cancer, but I want to be dinosaur? So, biggest question after this episode. So... Does this count as the drive arc? Does, does Sogo... We didn't have, get to watch. Has he earned the drive power well, maybe now? The, maybe the movie's happened already, so that's why he... Like, yeah, he yeah, it. I think he did. Fucking maybe, I don't know. I think that might be it. I think, like, the movie happened before episode probably. 44, so... I mean, it was probably, like, there was probably a moment where Krim Steinbelt was holding the drive watch. So watch out for another drive, he's coming! Look at me! 
<laughs> well, apparently he gets it. He gets the drive watch from the hologram of Krim Steinbelt. Oh, like, I thought you were gonna say he gets it from the hologram. <laughs> no, he gets it from the. Hologram. I thought that too. Gets it from the hologram of Robert Picardo. No, I, w- I wish he. Would, I wish Blaze he was getting it from Crystal Pepler. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I forgot about Crystal Pepler. Oh yeah, Crystal Pepler's the fucking man. I still have that picture. So, yeah, that's Zio. There it is! There it is. Oh, someone Oh someone man, beat me. Did, Crystal, you, did Crystal, you watch Kamarana Brain? I did not yet. That, oh, that's what yeah, that's yeah, from. Yeah, Crystal Pepler. I guess I gotta watch. I hate Brain. I really... but uh, No, Brain, you end up loving funny. him by the end. It was funny. I was annoyed by him too, but the, at first, and then and then Brain was like, no, 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 you're cool. You should just come over and I'll show you like movies and specials you missed. I know you did, and you did a fantastic job, Decker. Um, so yeah, next week we get the Waz off, and Schwartz and Sogo duke it out a bit, and Schwartz is just like, yeah, Sogo, fuck you. <laughs> so go fuck yourself. Don't say Waz So now, K-Bone? I- well, now I know why those producers got fired! <laughs> Because they fucking released this episode and Toei was like, yeah, um, this isn't what we've been wanting. Actually. But this episode was amazing. Okay, for, first off, you're wrong because episode 19 is where the new staff stepped in. Oh. So this is the first episode with the new staff. Oh, no. And also, fuck you, because I, okay, full disclosure... As you probably heard from last week, when we heard that next week's episode was going to be Tiramigo's Day Out, I was not expecting much. But I have to say that this episode delighted and surprised me. Okay, no! And, I... it, proves, and it proves that if something like Kamen Rider and Super Sentai can't be good in its writing, it can at least be funny. And this episode made me laugh. The entire episode's plot was just that Michael Rosen no breathing in class. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll admit it was fun, but just like, again, I'm just kind of waiting for the show to just take a really serious fucking plot drop. I am so. also hoping hoping that some actual plot will kick in. And judging but, from next week's episode, like, some shit's fucking happening between Toa and Geysorg. Yeah, Geysorg's showing up again. Remember Geysorg? Remember He's back in Pogforce. <laughs> in Pogforce. <laughs> uh, but before we go any further, uh, so you, sir, Mr. Savagecaster have been catching up, but you're only about eight episodes into Interview Soldier, so first off, I'd like to apologize that we're talking about things you haven't seen yet. I'm just going to sit here and think about items I'd like to purchase. <laughs> but, uh, would you like to give us your thoughts on Interview Soldier based on what you have seen so far? I like it a lot. Uh, I watched the first episode about a week ago, and I was not too fond of it, and then I sat down, I was like, I gotta watch this, I invited my friend over, who really, her entire judgment of Super Sentai is Geki Ranger. Um, so we can only go up from there oh we love that show anyway so we started watching it and we both really got into it we we really got into the characters and the thing is we watch it we make jokes and we have our little in jokes and stuff like that Uh, we're pretending that they're all a secret boy band and they're all trying to be the hot one (laughs) you are the sweet one yeah Um, I I love the I love the fights the thing is I love uh, Lupin Ranger and that's what I'm going to call it um but I didn't like how om- there was almost no practical when it came to the uh, to the suit fights. It was almost all CG, and uh, I loved the fights in uh, the eight episodes I've seen. I love that they're mostly practical, and the CG is 
you sparingly, and I'm hoping that doesn't start changing and it just turns into a CG fuckfest. Apparently you're now Blaze's best friend. Oh, yeah? Oh, you've ingratiated yourself to the fan base. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, the first episode was, uh, they throw a lot at you with very little substance. And then once you start to once you start to get in, and it has a lot of uh, some nice focus on the characters. And you know what? I think they show instead of telling. They show you, um, uh, what's going on. And the thing is, you know, like they earned it again. Going back to Lupin Ranger, I didn't like the Lupins at first, but they earned it. They earned my like. And by the end of it, I love the Lupins. Like, that's that's how I feel. With I, the I love the Patos, but I just feel that they. They didn't really do anything. That's ki- I mean, that's kind of how I feel about the paddles. I was absolutely Team Lupin when the show started, but then Keitro yeah. just did, like, constant yeah. badassery, and by well, the end of it, I, I'm I've like, yes, sir, officer. I can understand that, the, you know, they change a few things, but I don't care, because keep in mind, I'm newer to Super Sentai than, than you know, most of the fans here, because I got into Comrider first. Yeah. So I don't care about the tropes. Uh, one of the first Super Sentai seasons I ever watched in Japanese was Akiba Ranger, where they make fun, <laughs> where they make fun of the tropes. So I don't care when they throw these tropes out. Um, That's fair. But I mean, I liked it. I think it has a lot of potential, and I'm looking forward to where it goes. And uh, uh, now that you know, so it's just it's I like it a lot. That's and fair. And I I literally um, bought the uh, Zord from it from Lane today. <laughs> yep. So now I owe Lane, like, over $100. I, I don't know why, but I thought, or maybe I'm just tired, but I thought you were going to say, so now I own Lane. <laughs> well, we'll see. It, only Kelly, the night is young. Only Kelly owns me. Lane, when are you selling that? What do I look <laughs> it's like? It's only a matter of time. Everything about me must wait, wait go. Wait What do I look like? The Piz? <laughs> the pizza oh, guy? The pizza guy. Yeah. What do I look like? The Piz? Yeah, I feel a- like that would be a line if Drive ever got dubbed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> First thing about this episode is motherfucking Sawa from Builds in this. I saw her and I was just like, ah! Who did you fuck to get this job? <laughs> Please don't fuck Tiramigo! And then just like all this shit's happening and I'm just <laughs> like, Emily's giving me the most distressed face I've ever seen and I'm sad. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh God! What does it look like? But yeah, I absolutely. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know how this went under the radar that she was gonna be in the episode, but like I had no idea until we watched the episode that she was gonna be in it, and then she showed up and just like. Bah! No, I figured out what the face Emily's been making. It's when it's in Animal Crossing New Leaf when you're like <laughs> leaving. No, you're leaving the tropical island and you're talking to like Cap's wife, and she's just like. She's like, wait, are you sure you want to leave? And she just has this really, like, concerned, scared look on her face. And she's Someone like, find that and put it in the chat. That's what Emily's face looks like. It's like when you're when you're wanting to leave the island. She's like, are you sure? I know the exact face. Someone put that in the chat. Oh, my God. I know the exact face. Yeah, that one. That's oh what your God, face looks so like, Emily. Lo- that's what it looks like. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, this episode opens with Tiramigo playing baseball. Why did I say that? I, I don't know what. And like, not only that, but then he just like walks down a random street, and my immediate thought is, why is no one scared? Why is everyone okay with this dinosaur mech walking through the fucking t- town? I believe there's a joke in Digimon that covers that, where it's like there's some <laughs> Digimon fighting, and it's like, oh, there's a monster fighting thing. Oh, again? Like it's it's Japan. They're so used to it. You know what? I will give you an absolute pass on that. 
And you know why? What? Because fucking Chicken Nugget in Tokyo did the exact same thing. Chicken Nugget? Greta. She walked through the street in one episode and no one said a fucking word and our response was just, well, I guess they're used to monster attacks every week, so this isn't terribly odd. Well, I was walking down the street two weeks ago. Gonna open Will's bar? Yeah. Um, I was walking down the street two weeks ago, and I'm walking, I'm dressed normally, and I've got seven Spider-Men with me. Seven. Full suit, full <laughs> costume, movie-accurate Spider-Men. The Spider-Sentai. Yeah, it was, I had my own Spider-Verse. <laughs> I'll put a photo in the chat of this, this is actually nuts, in a minute. However, nobody batted an eye. Nobody said anything, except for one person, oh, it must be Comic-Con. <laughs> So literally, people are like, people are like, hey, shit, is that a fucking robo dinosaur? No, oh, it must be some kind of. Must be Tuesday. It's Comic yeah. yeah, it's fucking Comic Don't say anything. It's rude. Don't take any photos of it. It's rude. <laughs> like that's uh, that's what that's how it's gonna go out. And I gotta find this picture of me and all these Spider Men. So Tiramio runs into Melt, who's just like been shopping, and he's he's like calling him Salt. And until Melt does something fucking worthwhile, I think we should all just call him Salt, like we do with. Can soup. we turn the aircon back on? Yeah. Emily, you want to hit the AC? I am dying. Revive Aircaster! I think you can reach it. That's why I've had the fan on. You did it! Aircaster lives! But yeah, Tiramigo calls him salt and a bunch of other stupid shit. Tart. Tart. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then Melt's like. Well, if we're both going back to Ui's place that we've all been freeloading off of, here, carry my shopping bags with your tiny Tira arms. <laughs> this is not what I had to find. I just found that in my in my pictures. It's the powerful point. rangers. Yeah. Um, but apparently the name of the episode was Attack on Tiramigo, according to the translation I was watching. Our like, attacks were the bees and the eagles. Was that an oh, actual yeah. fucking Attack on Titan joke? That was. That's what the theme song sounds like. It and sounds like they're saying, having no, no. sex with the bees. No, it's it no, 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 I, like they're saying, potato pizza. No, I got it. I'm just, I'm, what I'm asking is if the actual episode name was an actual parody of Attack on Titan. Well, I, I think it is. It was, was it just like, <laughs> what, what the fuck is the Japanese name? Shingeki no Tiramigo. <laughs> um... So it's it's summer, it's August, it's very, very hot, and this is the episode where the Sentai universe finally takes notice of that, and everyone in the Ui's house is sweltering, including Asuna, who's making a very, very suggestive O-face for a solid amount of seconds. Well, I have to say that, that, that it, being, it being hot and everybody going crazy is pretty accurate Yeah. the summer in general. But, but, just like, but like before I had even watched the episode, there were gifts going on of Asuna's O-Face. Well, I, I mean, they even gave her the popsicle. Found it. That's the, <laughs> that's the face Emily makes. <laughs> oh click on the God. picture. That, that's the face Emily makes when she's like terrified about sure? something. Oh, my God. oh yeah, there's the Spider Verse. Yeah, oh you look God. concerned. Yeah, you do. You're Is like, it... where did these guys come from? I, I think I just came out of the Spider Verse. <laughs> so I will say, like the first opening minutes of this episode was fucking hilarious. This with Tiramigo because like he like he's like I love this town, and like he encounters Mel, and he's just like, yeah, I love this town. I hate you. Though. I hate you though. <laughs> Get fucked, Salt. He just, he just fucking hates Mel. <laughs> I mean, we all do. Fair. Yeah. 
He's supposed to be the smart one, but he makes mistake after mistake after mistake. But, but yeah, there, there's also there's no Ui in this episode. I was very sad. Yeah, of course he's and, concerned. There's a gang of menaces there. Uh, but instead, we get her father, who tells the the dirty freeloading Ryu soldier bums to clean up the fucking house, and then kicks them out. Yeah, and then actually kicks them out. You fucking dirty hippies. <laughs> so then, so then we have like Toa fighting. There fight, it is fighting. Uh, I think it was either Wiseru or someone, and just like Bomba just fucking out of nowhere, just like fucking leaps and away. And just tries to stab. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's kind of hot, actually. Not right? Well, yeah. Well, the music is it's like several. It's hashtag degrees, sweaty like... anime girls. No. no, and then there's there's a there's a fucking scene later where like she's like on like a ladder. And just the way she's, she's straddling on, that fucking ladder. The way she's ladder. sitting on the ladder, I'm just like, oh dear. That's what it's gonna look like. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah, the face though. Yep. And then yeah, fucking melts planking I'm and so like upset. while he's like, because he's like, to... he, yeah, he's trying to like get like the full coolness of the fans. So he's like, if I lie perfectly straight like this, I'll get perfectly cool. But he's like, fucking planking. I'm perfectly aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And just, yeah, the whole fucking episode, like, Tiramigo is just, like, figuring out everything, and he's, like, suggesting all this smart shit, and I'm like, when did you get so smart? Right? The Dinozord is smarter than the Smart Ranger. That and, is really and, fucking sad, but also hilarious. And, like, later the fucking mooks are, like, trying to, like, attack Tiramigo, and, like, I'm like, guys, you're hitting a Zord. It's not gonna do anything. Um, but yeah, so Crayon and Wiser show up as students... And Weiser's, like, somehow drinking a fucking juice box. Yeah, he's drinking, like, apple juice. <laughs> and then, like, they're, like, sitting eating lunch. Sawa, as the teacher, comes in and becomes the Minosaur's victim by way of Crayon, literally, on camera, fingering her in the mouth. And she's like, oh, it's fruity. It, it tastes fruity. Just feed me more, senpai. But it, it, like, I'm not, I'm barely exaggerating. Christ. <laughs> She's like, yeah, and then passes out as the minus. Is it, is it like fun. the juicy kid? Kinda, juicy! a little bit. Juicy, juicy, and then he passes out. Do we? Anyone have a gif of juicy the kid? Oh, <laughs> there's there's no the way kid. that this fan base does not have a gif of that. Oh, probably. I miss Long Long Man. And then, and Long Long. Did I ever show you that Long Long Man video that I made? Oh, the Rogue one. Yeah, yeah I, I favorited that. It's yeah, fucking yeah. hilarious. And so, after all this, we cut to Conalo swimming in a pool fully clothed. Yeet! I mean, he's been living underwater also and, and fully Mo, clothed. And Mosa Rex is like, hey, have you gotten laid yet? Have you, you fucked start? anyone yet? Working, Get on it! Still working on it. And by it, I mean her! <laughs> also, still, still no Oto. I'm glad! By the way, apparently her actress just turned 13. Cool! She's good now. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's all look at Lane disapproving. She's 123 years old. Yeah, the idea is Kanalo, the, the sixth ranger, has a little sister who's played by a 12 year old who is like, like, on, like, not even subtly thirsty for men. And she's right, like, so I don't know what she like looks like. Oh, and it's only on paper. I'm not grossed out, but probably when I see it's like physically, I'll be Quick, like, someone post a picture of Oto! Oto, <laughs> But yeah, so Kanalo happens upon Sawa, who like collapses into his arms because she's distressed. And in the same span of five seconds, he's hopeful for the future and then spots the ring on her hand and goes, Fuck! Why haven't we met sooner? 
and then Toa pets some dogs. Yeah, they're they're named and everything, and there's no real reason for that unless they're gonna show up later. And just fucking crayon the whole fucking episode. He has his own YouTube channel. Yeah. Somehow! My first How the was, fuck? My thought was like, I would subscribe to the crayon YouTube but channel. But Blaze needs to post something, apparently. What is it, Blaze? Oh, yep. That's that's crayon. It's the juicy finger. Fruity! Fruity! Yep. See? She's even got a smile on her face! Man, it's it's upsetting! She doesn't look... I miss her high heels. Saw so, so is hot. Saw so, so who wore like like high heels throughout the almost the entirety. Of and she was in uh, Ultraman. She was in Ultraman Giga S. You know who likes Ultraman? Nobody. Fucking nobody. Gar Gar quotes that Lane all the time. What? And Lane does, and I also like what I've seen. <laughs> I, 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 my, my Ultraman was judged by the Ultraman Super Nintendo game. <laughs> Um, so then freaking like, Crayon's just like, oh, do you see me now, Tank Joe Sama? He's like praying to the dead Tank Joe. And like, he's like, he's like, how many points do I get? That's actually a little sad. I felt like, bad why, for him. Why does he miss Tank Joe out of that's everybody? A, that's so sad. He misses his friend. Well, no, he misses the the first guy he was serving under. Yeah, but it's so... It's, I, I, Tank Joe was a fucking asshole to him. He's like, you're not allowed to laugh. Oh, you don't have enough points to be on par with me. And it's like, he, like, abused them. No, but... Uh, why, why, why has Aru's been the nicest to him? Yeah, but then he also had to go through Gachileus, who was like... Gachileus was a fucking absolute piece of garbage. Because he, like, abused and just... That Minosaur's good. Make fucking 500 of it. No, I, I'm sorry, but out of all relationships, Wiseru's been the best to Crayon. Yeah, but he's still praying to Tank Joe. Yeah, which is, like, again, that's fucking terrible. So the idea is the Minosaur in this episode is spawned from the teacher, so her gimmick is if you break a school rule, you get warped into evil detention. Yeah, and the Minosaur was weird looking. It was some it's weird like, spider it's looking. It like some witch spider thing. And it was just all... <laughs> which... Fucking, like, Toa mistook it for, like, a fox noise. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we don't see any foxes here, you stupid minosaur. And then they got caught with no running and got sent to detention. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you. Um, so Melt and Tiramigo decide to try and get through the school without getting, without breaking a rule. And their answer to no running in the halls is to fucking tiptoe up the stairs... And my first reaction just to that walk. was, just walk! And then five seconds later, Tiramigo, the Zord with barely a sliver of sentient intelligence, sooner than the human who purports himself as the smart member of the team goes, why don't we just walk really fast? And Melt goes, that's a really great fucking idea! I think that's Melt's problem, is his flaw is like, <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that's the thing. Melt is smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's Oto. Yeah, that's, that's Oto. Melt is that's not cool. That's the whole... Stranger, stranger danger. That's, so, the, that's the whole thing. No, but she's sister. 123, so it's okay. Her character's 123. That doesn't um, make it okay. But anyways, I think it's that Melt is smart. It's just he he's very oblivious, and he overthinks everything. You are smart. I forget where um, from. Isn't that from, like, that robot from Clone High? No. S-M-R-T. Wesley. No, there's a song, and I forgot what it's from. program to feel pain? There's a, there's a song, and it, it's, it goes like, You are smart. And I forget where it's from. If you know, tell me in the comments! Because I'm stupid. Um, 
Yeah, so a- after discovering the ability to walk fast, they come upon, like, the people who are, like, trapped and all that, and they're like, Oh no, if only we'd gotten here sooner! <laughs> um... They almost all freaking die in this. Right? They all get crushed by a ceiling, but then at the last instant, Bonma turns the ceiling soft. I, 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 all I could think through that part was I wonder what that feels like. Like, what texture is it? Because it doesn't, like, is it... I'm going to say a really big pillow. Yeah, like, is it is it fabric-y type texture? Is it, like, the same surface texture as a wall, but soft Did they somehow? use fabrokinesis? <laughs> I was thinking, how do I make no. that joke? Fabric soul. So, and then eventually, like, Crayon's just getting really impatient with, like, how everything's not going the way he wants. So he just, like, gets the, gets, like, the, the mooks to just keep, like, breaking rolls and, like, throwing trash in the school and stuff. And he just sees <laughs> someone just being, like, be like, no, stop it! Yeah, yeah. Josie! And so then you just see, like, these... Just like fucking hundreds of just the the little green things just going like, boo! Like it, it's it's like when in Kingdom Hearts when you defeat a bunch of enemies and you just get and those just green health orbs. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it's like, it's what like, it is. Boo. I was trying to think of what that reminded me of. Yeah, that's it's, it. it's Kingdom Hearts. And then just so the Minosaur goes super fucking big, and then we see we see fucking Co uh, like fucking make Tiramigo bigger, and then it just shows a, a shot of. Kyoru Gold, sorry, Riesel Gold, summoning Moserex, but he's like standing in a sprinkler. So he can communicate with it. Yeah, so he can only summon Moserex when he's by water. Yeah, he communicates with his Zord by touching water. Yeah, so he was. Only people were made of Moserex. So each each had to like wash it again, and I was like, yeah, no, he's standing in a fucking sprinkler. He he has Savage Savage. I'm calling my Zord! Puts mouth in can. Savage Caster has a good point. People are eighty percent water, yeah, right? The just... joke, the joke I made when he first debuted is, why don't he just spit in his hand? Yeah, we already we were talking. <laughs> we're taking about... a piss. Yeah, oh. we were, ta- we were oh, talking we about joke. him peeing to talk to him. Before. He pees on himself to, to <laughs> yeah. talk to Mozart. He poops to see. Peace all. So they make they make that the yeah look there's the shot yeah, there's the he's just standing in a fucking sprinkler he's standing in a sprinkler it would have been absolutely hilarious if it just like zoomed out and you see the sprinkler I actually thought that was just an effect Whoa. I didn't realize that it was <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> why would you know I have that sword that, too that, no, that, ten points to that, Gryffindor that, that is actually over over the over the, top. Over the line psycho. That's I, not, not. Not. That's not good. I. 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 I don't like that. I don't want that in the chat. Oh. Rue soldier shouldn't have given us that image. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So we got the the new form again. Like so this time I was awake for that's it. That's, genuine, Giga, that's genuinely vile. So yeah, we see Giga and Kishiriwo, except this time he doesn't have his fists turn into actual dinosaur heads. Yep. Um. But yeah, at, at, like, at the end, uh, Tiramigo and Melt, like, make friends, and they're like, he gets his name right for the first time, and my response to that is, Melt should have just been like, man, I wish my Zord was this cool. He's <laughs> like, it's so weird that Melt is bonding with Tiramigo, it seems so disjointed, like, what? make friends with your own Zord, fuckface! No, fucking, uh... 
God's name. Tricar or Triken. Triken is not fucking. He's boring. Uh, Naruto? So then the best part is fucking Wizeru. He was disguised, disguised as a fucking as a kid. kid the whole goddamn time. Because he accidentally broke a rule and got sent to the detention himself. He, he like screamed it loudly in the classroom. And it's like no screaming in class. It's um, but yeah, so they all go back to Ui's place, and we get a cleaning montage. Asuna straddles, straddles a ladder really suggestively, and Tiramigo uses tail whip on Melt, and it was super effective. <laughs> and it's at this point we all went, where the fuck has Ui been? That's a yeah, good I'm like, point. where's Ui? <laughs> I thought that was going to be a joke where, where Crayon's YouTube channel was ways to passengers and views. That would be amazing like, if we got an I, arc where they're competing for views. That's what I was expecting. I was expecting to be like, let me see how my channel is doing. Oh my god, who is this? It's Crayon? Oh, a fuggler! <laughs> Who's is that? That's mine. I oh, also... wait, are you the guy who has all the fugglers? Yeah, Tom yeah. loves fugglers. Oh my gosh, you're the guy who has all the fugglers. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry, if you guys don't know what fugglers are. They're these really cute, like, weird, cute plushies that were originally created by one artist and were super expensive, and I never thought that I'd ever own one, and then she sold the rights to Spin Master, and they're now available in normal stores. Cool. And I have, I'm so excited for I have her. 50 of them. I have one. Which one? Um, the Yeti one. Oh, that's from a good one. Series one, and <laughs> his name is Vid, after a character from a Adult Swim live stream show. <laughs> Character from a adult film. No, <laughs> he's named after. There's the ladder. <laughs> Here's a fuckler on a horse. Have you seen yeah, it? there she's on the ladder. I'm like, oh Do my you ever god. Watch live streams on Instagram. Oh yeah. Yeah, because there's fuckler Dave. So I also had another thought that I think might have been an improvement for you, Soldier. The eye catch, like the parts where they show off what happens in the next episode, should have been framed like they were videos on Ui's channel. Where she just comes on and like, hey, fans of Ui Channel, here's what's happening on the next episode. That would have been cool. I think that would have given her a bit more character depth, I think. Uh, so next week, Toa ignores Bamba and goes to fight Geysorg or something. Yeah, so apparently... Ah! Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, is that like the Ash Puppet? Yeah, that is uh, my fugler with an Ash Puppet. Yeah, that is that, terrifying. That, that's like the Yeti one, but the other colorway. That is the new the new Yeti for series Sorry four. if I killed anyone's I, ears just now. It's okay, I've never seen the brown one like that. I found it at Walmart. So yeah, next week we remember that Geysorg exists, finally. Savage Any other closing thoughts on your soldier? I'm sorry, I got a bit distracted. <laughs> You're in the we almost you got a bit of distracted podcast. Yeah, distract ra distract ranger posting fuggler photos in the chat for no reason. Emily, any other thoughts on your soldier? You haven't said a lot. Oh, that's so cute. Um, sorry, I really like fugglers. Um, <laughs> uh, I tails doll. <laughs> That's um, that's the most evil thing I've ever seen. I like um, him in Sonic R. Um, uh, Re Soldier, uh, I don't think you guys should be making sexual jokes with us Well, then they shouldn't be showing us that footage. Um, she's I, an adult. That. Yeah, that's that's true. It's, but... You can make the same sexual jokes to the female characters to the male characters. It's the child character we you should be careful. But it, no, yeah, I, that. I we've made you, some pretty nasty. I never said you should make sexual jokes about the male characters either. I don't know where that assumption came from, but um, uh, I really liked this episode. I thought it was really funny. Um, I have some notes. What are they? 
Let me check. Sorry. I want to see an artsy photo. Yeah, the first one is it's just the plot of the Michael Rosen no breathing thing, <laughs> and the hey, look, it's Hunger Curry. <laughs> what? The Invisible Girl from My Hero. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. And the other one was all the talk of Ruru reminded me of Panty and Stocking. <laughs> yeah, I can't roll my R, so it doesn't sound right when I say it, but... Oh, so many fucking things are happening. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's how Tales Doll runs in Sonic R. So creepy. I, I love it. So fucking creepy. Why is there a fucking Tales Doll? Me coming over to your house to grab some... It's lame coming to your house. <laughs> It's late yeah, driving it's four, late hours going four hours to Coming that, for you, right? Is that a meme now? Am I going to make that a meme? Are you okay? <laughs> yes, I'm okay. Don't die. I'm okay. <laughs> Sorry. We just added a caster. We don't need to lose one again. <laughs> I'm probably the most useless one in this room. No. So. No. Um, Have you met Gar? <laughs> Emily has no words, just a disappointed no, hand gesture. I'm just kidding. Don't I'm joking. Don't say that Emily. I'm joking. Alright. Want to see a photo of me on TV? Sure. Is it like you sitting on top of the TV? Nope. Is that, oh. Nope, it is not. I don't know if it actually posts. Okay, cool. No, I, I what? <laughs> Lady, if you showed up at my house for the Tails doll, I won't drop it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so Dream Vegas likes the Tails doll. I like the two. I like it too in a weird, creepy way. Uh, uh, anyways, so, <laughs> you are in a te- on TV. How yeah. did I know? How did I know? That was the most painful selfie I've ever taken. That fucking hurt. Anyways, oh, huh? let's kick shell. So our first week of Cowabungus is upon us. It was so fun to finally revisit these movies. I have not watched them in a long time. Yep. So, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles first movie, which came out in 1990. Jesus. I was a year old. I was two. I was 12. (laughs) Yeah. I am old. That's okay. Wow, you lived your whole teenager years in the 90s? Fucking awesome. (laughs) Did you have like a neon windbreaker? I did actually. <laughs> I had. I, I. Oh no, my Akujo windbreaker! Ah, the eighties and nineties were a good time. You were allowed to smoke in public. This, no, it looked no. a little like this. this, was, this was, That's me taking a selfie. My friend blew a smoke in my face. Y- yes, I. I blew just, a smoke. I, I've always yeah. kind of wanted a neon windbreaker. I did. I had a neon windbreaker, and it said on. An, have you played Hypnospace Ella? No, it was it was like sorry, a it was sorry. like like a baby's shit yellow. Um, no. And uh, I would have gone with highlighter yellow. Yeah, well, baby ate a highlighter yellow. I had I had, <laughs> and I had this hoodie as a fucking it was that kid. exact I color. I had so this hoodie as a kid, and no, I fucking loved it. It wasn't it was well, the, the windbreaker I had was made of like like nylon, and it was like so thin, but on the back it said Dreamscape. <laughs> like Dreamscape. Dreamscape. <laughs> RuneScape, but in your dreams. And its pockets were so shallow, you if you put it like a double A battery in, it would probably fall out. <laughs> Anyways, so the story begins once upon a time in New York City. Oh, sweet! And so, everything is being stolen everywhere, like no, New and, York City. Yeah, and like there's New York the, the, the scene starts oh, out with like pizza. yeah, like this guy, this like these kids are like steal this one guy's wallet, and then they keep like. 
swapping it between each other. It goes and through then, a network and, of and randos. Like, and I'm like, you couldn't just have put it in your pocket and no one else will fucking know you stole it. And then, and then, Tom, and then least, Tom proceeded to smack me. It goes through a fucking network of at least five or six randos before it goes to this one Well, dude. that's actually how it works. Because the whole thing is you can... if That's actually how pickpocketing gangs work. Because the thing is, is they're... If the person who takes it out of your pocket, if they don't catch that thing on him, they can't even take him downtown. Yeah. Because the whole thing is, is you might notice it coming out of your pocket, but you're not going to notice the two times it changes hands. Now, the fact that one of those hands had a ninja gauntlet on it probably is a little conspicuous. Like, sure, but that doesn't merit changing hands more than once or twice, Tops. Yeah. So. The- oh, I just got to... I found this. I'm making a rider theme park in Minecraft, and that's the Zeo building. Cool. From the top. It's, it's a Zeo Pavilion. Yeah, it's a Zeo Watch Building. So, the plot, right, sorry. The plot of this okay. movie is essentially that Shredder has brought his ninja clan, the Foot Clan, to New York City, and he's hiring, like, random kids and teenagers off the streets he's, to, like, help him build an empire. He's basically evil Zordon. He's made, he's made a cult out of teenagers with attitude. With attitude. And, yeah, and so they My have, like, they, they have, like, a... Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. They have, like, a warehouse, and, like, you know, they have all these arcade games and food and cigarettes and yeah, alcohol, they, and they're just, they like, doing whatever the fuck and they, they want. And they dress up like common Riders. But when they cut to it, all I could think was, meanwhile, at Pleasure Island. Right? I'm, I'm just gonna say there that. There was even one shot where they... they Boys! They show one of the arcades that they're playing, and it's fucking narc. And he's got like children everywhere, like like he's like collecting children to breed his empire, like to the sus- to the point of suspicion of pedophilism. Well, they're free range humans, <laughs> like it's it's so many boys of a particular age range that you start to wonder if Shredder particularly is you know is is Shredder a pedophile? Is, is he a Shredophile? <laughs> Well, you know, the reason why nobody had any thought of it, you know, they showed up and they saw all this inappropriate stuff happening with young boys, and they were just, just like, oh, well, it's probably just a Catholic church. <laughs> Which doesn't solve the question. <laughs> Jesus, that face is oh, I'm God. Catholic, I'm allowed to make that joke. Hey, boys! Yeah, there is! There's a, um, that's uh, me it, when I hit the sunlight on a, any given day. I instantly, is this this looks like a Cuphead boss? It's from Pinocchio. I was gonna say there actually is a King Dice's smile is is a reference yeah. to this. Um, but like it's not even just he has a bunch of boys in a warehouse boys. playing games yes, and stealing shit. <laughs> They're also smoking cigars and cigarettes. Yeah, and but, like yeah, Sam Rockwell. What do I look like? A jackass? This you guy, sure do. And this is one of the best <laughs> moments. It's one of the best moments of that scene. Where is this? Like this guy is obviously being given a tour. Like come join the the Foot Clan. You know, Mental you know? or regular? Yeah, and the guy's like, you guys got any cigarettes? And Sam Rockwell just reaches over right next to him. Goes regular or menthol? Like. Like, literally, that's no big deal. This, this is the gentleman who went on to play Justin Hammer in Iron Man 2. Can you imagine? Yeah, Rockwell! They, they got mad in Stranger Things that one of the characters was smoking. Imagine, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out now, and there's kids literally advocating smoking packs oh, no, of cigarettes. Like, like, they are, like, trapped in an abusive... Like it's I not, know, but the thing is, they, they you know, if it were made now, would it be like, you want to play Fortnite or Call of Duty? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like there's like it's not even just cigarettes. There's one shot of this like kid who cannot be older than seven or eight, just smoking a fat Cuban cigar. Yeah, that's that's just wrong. That was right during the you know the prohibition of Cuban cigars. That's actually illegal. <laughs> like that's the problem. With it. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so the, picture's still fucking the, the Foot Clan is basically robbing the city to fuel their evil empire for reasons that are not very super clear. Shredder's just into using young boys to fuel his evil deeds that are not very specific. I'm glad they're evil deeds, because there could be another <laughs> kind of deed that could be fueled by young boys that... Are you talking about, like, real estate ones, or...? And these, and these fucking... They don't, they, don't, they don't really particularly go into what Shredder is actually doing aside from just running a crime empire. Like, to what end? See, he's these, just he's, stealing crap. I, I, yeah. like, should, there should have been a scene where it just cuts and he's just got a really nice collection of Fabergé eggs. No, 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 Dream Vegas. Back then, they, it wasn't mutant they thought was an offensive word. It was ninja they thought was an offensive no, word. No, yeah, that's, so, why, that's why next mutation got tra- Shredder, changed the hero turtles and whatever. I think in the end what Shredder was doing was the whole stealing shit and stuff, like, that's a front. And in the end, he was training people to be ninjas to for his clan, just to revive so the foot clan. Yeah, so he could just have more more ninja followers. Yeah, because that was okay, it. I, can you imagine? Okay, so there's like what, maybe a hundred, hundred fifty kids there. Yeah, honestly, how many of that do you think are actually going to go through the training to become foot clan? I think maybe ten percent of them. Well, yeah, because see, he was initiating yeah, them. Yeah, but he's not really getting. He's not really pushing them to do the training. He's not really pushing. It's those things. Is like he wants whatever one of you is useful and does a thing I like. You can be a ninja. Yeah. So he knows that most of these kids are probably only going to be there for a few weeks. Give them some money. Gonna get arrested, and they're infinitely replaceable. You know, like it's the thing is, but the thing is, good one, to know. Boys is, yeah. are a renewable resource. To yeah. Well, one out of fifty is like, hey, that kid's scrappy and he's quick. We'll make him a Foot Clan guy. Yeah. So that's good. Like the thing is, like he's literally like so, like supporting the chaff in order to you know to get the wheat. Yeah. And one boy in particular who becomes a focus at certain Dan. points is this boy named Danny who changes his name to Dan by the end of the movie. But when we first see him, he's wearing a shirt. That says Sid on the back of it, spelled S I D. So my first thought was, "Oh Sid no, it's from Toy Story. It's yeah. Sid from Toy Story. He wasn't satisfied with mutilating toys, so now he's on a crime spree." Given the timeline, it's Sid's dad. Maybe he bequeathed that shirt to his son. Yeah, <laughs> Sid Sid Senior. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we get to see April O'Neil, uh, who is a news reporter. The fucking mom from Halloween Town. Like Jesus what Christ! Is, what is Halloween Town? So Halloween Town was like this Disney Channel movie where I'm already bored. <laughs> right? No, it's pretty good though. The first two movies are really good. <laughs> first, how, how many? Uh, there's like four of them, but like the last two movies were really shit. Yeah, because <laughs> they changed the actor. And I like that they give us a little nod to the animated series because the first time we see her, she's in a yellow raincoat. Yeah, and then well, the funny thing is, there are very few links to the cartoon uh, because the thing is, the cartoon when they were first making the movie was barely even out, and a lot of like, for example, Rocksteady and Bebop and all. Okay, because you know there are some characters that are specifically made for the cartoon. They didn't have the rights to use those characters, so they kind of so they really they pulled more heavily. On the the original comic, and the original comic was dark. The original comic was. You I mean, know, there weren't very many villains in the movie. There was Shredder, there was Tatsu, and there was the Foot Clan. Wait, was yeah. Tatsu even in the cartoon? No, no. Yeah, okay. He was. Well, I think he was an original character. Speaking yeah. of Shredder, his his appearance in this movie is cool, but when he's not wearing the cape, like 
He just looks he, like he a looks disco stupid. Dancer. Like he's wearing like this bright fucking like red, pink, magenta ish like a shiny crushed outfit. velvet. And, like, he looks and like he just looks... came from the roller disco. Yeah, honestly, but, yeah so there like they are. So there, there's, no, the there's helmet and mask. The helmet and mask look great. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And when you see, like, the scar on his face, whatever, like that, from when Splinter scratched him, like, it looks fucking awesome. What's weird about that is, like, he has this echoey effect on his voice, but the effect persists even after he takes off the mask. Yeah, bad pulley. Yeah. Um, but, like, my favorite thing about this movie was, like, fucking Raph. Like, like this- He said this, damn, like, four damn! times! Was, no, the, be- the best one just being- better, I would have thought that damn was his catchphrase. Yeah, and, like, the, be- the best one is when he's fighting Casey Jones in the movie, and then, like, Casey Jones runs off, and he's just like, No, come back here! And then it just shows, like, a, uh, like, a view of, like, New York City. With you. And you just hear, damn! Uh, uh, my favorite line sorry. from the entire movie is, Cricket? Nobody understands cricket. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Yeah, that was great. The, uh, the uh, headline that just said it's worse. It's worse. Yeah, there was a newspaper. Did he kill a child in that movie? He did beat some. Oh yeah, he beat up. the shit. Out yeah, of he that Tyler Durden. He he, he uh, fight clubbed that guy. That he beat kid. the shit out of that one like Asian looking dude, and they took his mask off, and they're like, oh, no. It, it wasn't very clear that he was dead. He was probably I, just I knocked out. He was just this. knocked out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in the original cut, they killed him. Oh. Okay. So oh. does that mean that he that he did kill him, but they weren't explicit about it, or that they? That, that they so in this cut that we it, saw, they they, they took out it so he the was confirmation. Not, so he was Ouch. So, well, sorry. I'm sorry. I... Don't fuck with Tatsu. Yeah. I like that. Like we see the the logo in the introduction of the turtles, and then we see Mikey use a fucking payphone that is a in the sewer and b functional. That is not that far out. Okay. Uh, in Union Station, uh, recently, they were opening up an area that has been blocked off completely since the 1960s, Ooh. and the payphones there were still functional and still on the network. One Holy word, hell. One, one word. Because they just assumed, as long as, as like, you know, what's the worst case scenario? Someone's going to make a call and pay them? One word, Ichi. Donatello. What about it? You know, that's valid. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone can make a payphone work in a sewer? It's, it's Donnie. Donatello. It's fucking Donnie. He does machines. He does machines. That's a fact. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we see our four turtles, and, like, they, they look fucking awesome. Like, you know, as great as Jim Henson animatronic puppets can be, like, it's it's amazing what they could do with them. Uh, Splinter looks fucking awesome, played by fucking Elmo. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, he's played by the guy who, what? like, puppeteers Elmo. Kevin Clash? <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. That's why I kept making Elmo jokes. It's like, <laughs> Splinter, blah, 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 blah. Yay, they made an emote of the Toma face. Oh, fun. Yay, we have, we have Toma face emote. <laughs> Thank you, Blaze. Um, so, like, it, it's funny where, like, uh, Splinter, there's a scene where Splinter's just like, oh, okay, it's time to meditate. And then you just see Donatello and Mikey just, like, dancing to tequila. <laughs> and they're like, Ninjutsu! And Splinter's like, why do I... Put up with you fuckers. <laughs> I like that. So, yeah, Mike uses the payphone and orders fucking Domino's. Yeah, he orders Domino's pizza and, like, they, they make the address, like, 122 and an eighth. And, because like, they the, have him and, stick like, it down the The delivery right? guy, Tony, because I've noticed that his name was Tony, he's like, what the hell? And he's like, oh, put the pizza down here. And then, like, he gives him a, they give him a 10. And he's like, oh, it's supposed to be 13 bucks. He's like, yeah, you're two minutes late. He's like, oh, I couldn't find the place. Remember the days where you could get pizza for cheaper or free if they weren't there in 30 minutes? No, they do that. They're just, they just still do that now, but it's, they're, they're too fast. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> too fast. And then you have things like skip the dishes, where it's gonna take what it takes, and you have to fucking deal with it. No, but then if you actually sometimes you get your food, and if it's, it's, if it's too a, long and you complain, then if it's over an hour, I know they're that hungry. <laughs> <laughs> ah! What am I? So then, yeah, kill me. <laughs> so, so then, Raph. So then, Raph goes. Uh, Rap goes out and uh, in his fucking non-subtle at all trench coat. Yeah, like he walks around, his face <laughs> is not covered. It's his legs are bare, and like no one's going. Ah, turtle! Everyone who sees him, like Casey, just assumes he's a fucking bald, green-skinned punk rocker. I hate makeup. punkers. <laughs> I hate punkers. But yeah, Casey Jones was fucking awesome in this movie. AKA oh, the goddamn yeah. sportsmaster. Oh yeah. Yeah, I loved. It. I love that he had like the the like the action figure like mask, hockey mask. Like it was really cool. But that's, I, the- I just saw that mask and I and I immediately got reminded of that one fucking slasher dude from the Tiny Toon Adventures movie. You mean probably Jason oh the one they pick, the one they of? pick up in the, yeah yeah <laughs> oh is there like a face in the mouth that's there is yeah like, oh fuck you see his teeth that that's the yep wow um so then they they like they go back after like uh uh like they rescue April or whatever like that and then and uh, she takes them back to her apartment because she's got frozen pizza yeah. And then they go back again. Okay, like, I, I want to mention the frozen pizza thing, okay? Uh, oh, yeah. Donatello is halfway out of the manhole at the top. Mikey is behind him. Oh, yeah. Okay. She mentioned frozen pizza. <laughs> Mikey's out, and then Donatello's climbing Ma- Mikey out. Mikey erects out of the manhole like he's yeah. Mario the coming out of a pipe. The point is, is that he got around Donatello. Yeah. Like, that, that, the whole joke of that yeah. is by putting, if they just had, like, Michelangelo, because, oh, he just jumped up. Yeah. The fact that he went, He like, shoved Donnie out of the way. And Donnie is like further into the manhole than he was before. Right? So it's like. It's great. It's yeah. really subtle and very missable. Is that Forky? Yeah. Yep. You guys have everything in here. Oh, yeah. Because I like Duke Kaboom. Um, there's this one scene where Splinter starts discussing his origins and how he started. how he learned his ninjutsu by mimicking his, his master, Hamato Yoshi. And of course, the minute they and of course, the second they said his name, our first response was, "My master Yoshi's first rule was boring hat," and other such Yoshi line jokes. I went to go steal a a Pepsi, but there's only one left. So here you go, Chris. That's my fridge Pepsi. Yeah, you took it out of the public fridge instead of mine. Oh, there's another fridge in my room. Grab me one. Uh, so That's right. I have my own fridge. So yeah. So they go. They go back to their base, and obviously, like the the foot found their their base because like Raph didn't realize that like they were following him when like he took April into the subway tunnel. Yep. So they kidnap Splinter, and then we just get this awesome fucking scene. Which actually, when I first watched this movie, it actually fucking like terrified me because you just see like this kind of like three sixty shot of just Raph being angry, just going like. Aah! Just being so mad that Splinter got taken because he blames himself for it. Yep. And it, that, I remember just like I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, and just I think this is what this movie established that like Raphael was my is my favorite turtle. He's so fucking awesome. Oh, and we should also note that this is the movie that has the theme song that incorrectly labels Raphael as the leader of the group. He only is, which is in, funny. Um, be- in yeah. Rise, yeah, yeah, in Rise of the TMT, he he is the leader. So. But uh, it's um, it's it, it's it's super. No, I want you to give this to Itchy. Oh. It's funny because there's this one scene where Raph and Leo are arguing, 
and Raph criticizes Leo's decision. He's like, "You always think you're such a great leader." Oh, oh sorry. What did, what did and it's uh, okay. and Leo's like, "I, I don't think." I and Leo's like, I don't think I'm such a great leader. And Raph responds with, well, you sure do act like it sometimes. And they, pl they play it off like that's supposed to be an insult. But if you think about it, that's Raph telling Leo that he acts like a great leader. So that was actually a compliment, but nobody picked up on that. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Hmm. Stop being such an amazing, charismatic, well-thought-out leader, huh? Asshole. Other yeah. way. But it's on his right again, though. You have to transform it. Oh. Well, where does he go? You just attach him. On here. Oh, on here. Oh. Over there. Yeah. Tom's Sorry playing with Tiramigo. Tom's playing with Tiramigo. Um, so, like, yeah, Splinter spends pretty much the rest of this movie just tied up at Shredder's base, and, like, he's just, like... <laughs> it wouldn't be funny if he said tied up in Shredder's basement. And which is funny, because, like, we get backstories, and it's really cute, because, like, uh, we get these backstories of, like, how Splinter, like, finds the turtles, and the, like, you know, he scoops them up in the ooze, and then he... It, it's cool, like, he's talking about how he, like, gains intelligence as, like, he's raising these turtles. And we actually see, like, in the background, like, in the flashback, that, like, you see him, like, Splinter as, like, a rat, like, a stop-motion rat, like, talking... You see him talking, and then he, like, kind of stops himself, like, Oh my god, I just fucking talked! <laughs> I can fly! He can fly! He can talk! I can sing! Um, and then, so yeah, and then he gets into a backstory where it's like, Oh, I was, like, this, like, martial art master's, like, fucking pet rat, and then, like, you know, he kills my master's lover, and then, like, I-I-I They fought over Tang! And then, like, Shin. He, and Shredder chopped my ear off, and stuff. And I, I like that, like, Splinter is purported to be this big uh, master, like, who studied, you know, ninjutsu and all this. But he really just, like, mimicked Hamato Yoshi from his cage. So he, all he, all the supposed mastery of ninjutsu that he has is all absolutely secondhand that he mimicked and just assumed it was correct and then managed to pass on down to the But turtles. yet it's so good. It works, so whatever. <laughs> um, so this is how I think this move went. I assume went. that you've realized this. Yeah. Oh, you put uh, your head on the deck. Dice. Oh yeah, no, trust me, we've all played around with the dino deck. Um... So then, <laughs> so then they're back. They're, like, it, it's funny. Sorry. It's funny how they they phase from like going to April's apartment back to their back to their home headquarters, and then they and crawl. Then, they, they, they go oh, back to April's they apartment. They sling back to April's apartment. Like she opens the door, and they're all just like sad. They're like, all like puppy face, like being like, "Mr. Spider's gone." Uh. Can we have more pizza? Yeah. So like they have like frozen pizza. They have like Diet Pepsi, apple juice. I'm pretty sure I saw like a Mountain Dew there, and some like sparkling water. So, like, April just gave them, like, whatever the fuck they, she had in her house. Yeah. So then, Raph goes off to just kind of, like, think about shit, but then he gets attacked by foot ninjas, and then, like, they make like they make the joke, Oh, where's Raph? Oh, he's been gone a long time. Hey, he'll be back any minute. He he's fucking just crashes through the fucking roof. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> and so he gets he gets super badly injured, I suppose. Like, I think it was more so he just got, like, really knocked out. Yeah. Um, so then, uh... April like own uh, April's like father owned like a junk store, which says an, like an antique she, store. Yeah, she like keeps it open like part time, just kind of in his memory. Yeah, because it's like oh my 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 father really liked this place, so 
Um, so they just fight all these foot ninjas, and then, like, fucking Tatsu, like, sets it on fire. Yeah. No, Tatsu doesn't set it on fire. It's the one ninja swinging the axe accidentally. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah he, like, chops a power line and causes an electrical fire. Which I'm pretty sure he died from Yeah, that dude is very dead. Dead. <laughs> um, and then it causes them to, like, they have to abandon to, like, this, like, little cabin out in the middle of nowhere. That, like, and I love owns. that, like, on the way out, Casey's the last one out, and then you see April's... Fucking uh, voicemail, voicemail from her boss going like, or, "Yeah, you're fired. We told you not to fucking cover the story, and you fucking did anyways." I, I know this may come as a big blow, and then it falls off and hits a guy in the head. <laughs> I love the the really subtle, you know, humor like that. Yeah, I, I I feel like there may have been a plot point that didn't get super addressed. Like the reason they were telling her to stop looking into the Foot Clan is because I think this dude Charles was probably being threatened by the Foot Clan as well. Yeah. But they didn't really explore that, but I feel like that's probably what was happening. That should have been it. Right? Because it would perfectly explain why they didn't want her investigating it. Well, I think that the the chief was under pressure. Like, there's probably bribes. Oh, you know what? That's also probably true, because this, like, Chief Stern's asshole is constantly like, Stop telling me how to do my job! No, because what it was is, remember that Daniel... Or got uh, cap- he got like arrested by the police? You see yeah. him in the one scene. I love that. The, like, the, there's this scene happening in the foreground conversation, and then like in passing, you see the son getting fucking arrested and yeah. taken away. So the what it was, it was that that uh, Stearns was under pressure to you know under get, pressure. Yeah, to get them to not talk about it. So he's like, "Well, I have your son. We arrest him. I'll let." <laughs> it's like, I "Give me back my son." No, it is like, "I will give. I will let your son off of these like you know probably theft charges." If you if you lay off, drop the story. Yeah, so he lets them off. So we don't look so incompetent for not solving the problem. But the thing is, the manager guy obviously can't stand up to April. He says, "Oh no, take some time off." Doesn't say, "Hey, do me a favor, lay off this story." He doesn't yeah. say that. He just says, "Try to maybe consider it." And she's just like, "Oh well, well fuck, fuck that. I'm a good reporter. I'm gonna yeah. do. I'm gonna do what I Chase do." Chase the scoop. Yeah, it's a scoop. Um, so yeah, so they end up going to this cabin in the middle of nowhere, and, like, we get this really cool scene where, like, April's kind of, like, writing in a journal, and she, like, kind of drew, like, Because what that's a thing that April O'Neil so does. So we get this really cool drawing of just, like, Leo just kind of sitting there, just, like, watching Raph while he's just laid out in this fucking bathroom. The bathtub. funniest shit ever! Like, this very sad, solemn scene of Leo just sitting there, like, trying to stay awake when he's asleep, and then you cut over to the tub, and you just see what we can only assume is... The Raphael suit without anyone in it just it, like, it reminded me slumped of, in it, the it top remind, with its leg dangling. Yeah, it reminded me of like Yamcha when he died. <laughs> in fact, that should be the thumbnail where it's just Raph's head on Yamcha's dead body. to those who are fucking curious. I found the phone. I just searched searched Raphael bathtub and it was the first picture that showed up. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just scrolled out of his bathtub. Oh, the wrong description first on Netflix. First they got the coke, then they got the money. Now the Colombian cartels want the power. Let the drug wars begin. Netflix, you okay? Yeah. Um... So then, um, they decide, like, oh, we're gonna go train, and, like, fucking Casey's trying to flirt with April, and then, This is one weird moment where, like, 
he starts like slowly transitioning into giving her shoulder rub, and then she like it seems like she's pulling pulling away, but then he's like, "Sit the fuck down! I'm giving you a shoulder no, rub." And then she's actually kind of into it. Yeah. And then like Mikey has it's, like it's, a it's the so it's the same tired old. Oh, he's such a brute! I could never be with one such as him. But by the end of the movie, shut up and kiss me. Yeah, and then like fucking Mikey has like a thing of turtle wax. He's like, <laughs> isn't this funny? Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. By the way, like when they first see her, Mikey is like, like notably like attracted to her as as the, at least he's one a, of the, he's a good bro. Every turtle and like in every turtle series, there's at least one of them that's attracted to April. But then by the end of the movie, when Casey and April start, like, being together, Mikey is, like, weirdly okay with it, and that was interesting. That's because Cheryl and human relationship would work out. Um, so yeah, so they have, like, a cool training montage, and then they, like, all sit together at a fire, and it's like, oh, let's try to communicate with Master Splinter, and then they do. And Splinter's like, I'm proud of you, my sons, you you finally acquired full ninjutsu. You've unlocked the last ninja art, Wi-Fi video voice calling. So then, like, they go up to Casey and April, and they're just like, yeah, we're gonna go fucking stop Shredder now. And so they go infiltrate his base, and... Well, not even that, actually. They go back to their place, and then they find Dan there. Who's, like, in a closet for some reason. And he's like, don't shoot! And it's like, there's no guns. It's a, it's a sword. Don't, gun blades don't exist yet. So... And then, like, we get this funny joke where... Oh, before you go any further, like, when they were talking to Splinter through their meditation and the spiritual fire, he, he goes on about his final words. And I feel like they didn't really address that enough, or they should have been like, final words, is he gonna die? And then the joke we made was, yes, my sons, I leave you with my brother, Splinter. Sp- yeah, it's just him with, like, a mustache we and a monocle. About, yeah, like him wearing just a fake mustache and a hat. And a monocle. Or, or sliver. Um, sliver. Sliver, yeah. S- <laughs> sliver. Um, so then, like, uh, he's Wait, like, oh, the turtles like- are part human? Well, I don't like, think they are. They're just humanoid. Yeah. Um, is the ooze made of human? Uh, originally, what it was was that they were doing <laughs> experiments with human DNA, and the, the ooze had human DNA in it. Sure. So uh, the uh, ooze is just like human eyes. Like it's like Gajinka power. It's basically it's toxic so, adventure. It's Gajinka ooze. One of my, one of my favorite jokes in the movie though was like. They're like, oh man, like I want some food, and like uh, Dan, Dan's like, oh, well, I have some pizza that like I had here a couple days ago. So they look at the pizza, and like Mikey's like, yeah, and Donnie's just like, yeah, no, and like, do you want penicillin on your pizza? And, and then like, they oh. have a military yeah, send off. So he just like they like put the pizza on the ground. They're kneeling. They're just like, funny because like it, it's totally like 100 percent it's pure like ninja turtles like they close the box and it's like closing the casket at a funeral yeah and it's like 100 percent pure ninja turtles i and love I fucking, it i loved it right? uh so yeah so then they go they go attack the the shredder base and you know their hijinks ensue and uh hijinks. yeah and so like casey's able to rescue splinter and like it was kind of one of those situations where like it reminded me of like batman v superman where like Batman goes to, like, rescue uh, Superman's mom, and it's just like, oh, I'm a, I'm a friend of your son's, and it's like, oh, yeah, I could tell, you know, the cape. <laughs> well, it's also like, who are you, a friend? <laughs> well, I am chained to a fence, surrounded by I'll ninjas, take anyone so, at this point. Uh, I'll take a friend over that. And also, these kids were in here trying, trying, trying to talk to me about Debbie Gibson, so let's just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That was the first 80s singer I could think of off the top of my head. <laughs> also, they, they, they played, you know, like, you know, Come From Down Under earlier, and uh, that song about never giving you up. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, so then, like, eventually they just, like, they fight Shredder on a rooftop one-on-one. The best just... thing ever is how, like, without any shred of context, <laughs> they're, they're, they're on, like, a rooftop, and Shredder literally falls into the scene from above stage off camera. Like, where did you come from? Um, uh, so then, like, the turtles try fighting him one-on-one, and it's like, no, you dumbasses. Did you not learn anything? Teamwork makes the dream work. So, and then, like, Splinter comes out nowhere like a fucking badass, and then he just goes, yeah, I'm that rat who fucking scratched her face, and, like, I'm surprised Shredder never fucking realized that in the first place. Like, why Why else would there be this giant mutant rat who ha- is missing well, an ear? Also, how long was Splinter standing there watching that happen before... Right? Like was he sitting there going, I, I, I don't I don't want to interrupt. Speaking of speak people just standing around and doing nothing, after the turtles each try their hand at fighting Shredder solo, they like have a like little huddled group chat. He's just standing in the and background. And Shredder for some reason decides to just admire the art local architecture yeah, of the like building behind him. He's just the backdrop. He's just gonna go. You see. do what you gotta do. I'm gonna be over yeah, here. He's just gonna, wow. Just you know gonna walk over, just chilling, and be like, turn around. Look at what you see. It's my stranger thing. In her face. Stranger things. The mirror of your dreams. I gotta watch. I gotta rewatch. Make believe I'm everywhere. Dusty buns. Given in the. I can't sing for shit. Ever ending story. Yeah. So they have this one moment that I really, really love in this movie where Splinter implies or. Shredder implies that Splinter has already died, and Leo just comes up to him, You lie! Do I? Oh, by the way, it's 6.626070015 times 10. Eh? Planck's constant. Oh, okay. Where did that come from? What? <laughs> oh, that's from fucking Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, Stranger Things. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I so... I haven't seen any Stranger Things yet. I want to... All I know for, for a fact is the bad lip reading. Emily, you've seen plenty of strange things in your life. No, yeah, I, you I, I like being here. here. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, 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 the bad I, lip reading has some of the best lines in any of them. I can't believe these all came from the same one. We have, I'm going to go eat cheese now, leaves the room. We already, have, you're kind of fragrant like a roast. <laughs> I already know how Stranger Things ends. He grows up and becomes Dan. My favorite, my favorite, my favorite, uh, uh, my favorite ballad like uh, singing smells. has to be the the seagull song seagull, that Yoda sings. Stop it now! Uh, rocking, rocking rockin and rolling down, down by the beach, I'm strolling. We've got the seagulls poking by. I said seagulls. Stop it! My now. girlfriend, if I ever sing that, like she's like. Y- 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 you're gonna, we're gonna break up over you singing that. <laughs> um, so then, like, Splinter just, like, uh, like, Tom actually made a good note, note of this, but, like, apparently there's a scene earlier where Shredder's just like, yeah, anger is a weakness. Yeah, he said, yeah, he said so, the wrath. So then Shredder attacks Splinter with anger. He's like, oh! And just Splinter's like, nope, yeet! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeet! Splinter effectively drops Shredder off the fucking into, roof. In, into the, into the back of a garbage truck! Ah! Yeah. Rappel! 
And, Get down from there! And then Casey swoops in with what I like to call the Magna Angemon win, where he does the thing that technically causes the win, but Oops. didn't really earn it. No! And, and, like, I don't know if they had a sequel in mind, but, like, apparently, like, Shredder was supposed to out. have died in this garbage truck? He got better. Yeah, well, you know the villain for the next one's Vanilla Ice. Wait, <laughs> I don't know if you're joking or not. Vanilla Ice is in the second movie. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just loved how I just loved how like he like Casey just saw like Shredder fall into the garbage truck and then he just goes near the switch. Oops! Oops! He doesn't know who that is. <laughs> it was super funny. Like he's dressed up like maybe one be... of the turtles dressed up as Shredder in the last. Yeah, five like, minutes. It was, it's just like Mikey, like Casey Wick. That's okay. He's got his shell. He's safe. Uh, oh yeah, and then we get the, we get the line that I really like, where he's just like, "I love being a turtle." Like, oh, oh yeah, because like he, at one point Mikey like dodges an axe by like ducking his head inside his shell. It's the only good moment in the third one where they shoot the cannon and he does it again. Yeah, and it's a good throwback. But we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, yep. So yeah, so it ends with like everything being fine. Dan reunites with his dad. He's like, "Oh, call me Dan." <laughs> The birth of Dan Kronos. No. Fucking fuck. <laughs> no. Um, Casey and April kiss. April gets her job back. And then uh, the Raph turtles, says bitchin'. Yeah, the, yeah, Raph says bitchin'. I was like, cool. And then just like, Splinter's like, I like this one. Kawabunga. I, I have always liked Kawabunga. Kawabunga. And that's how they come up with their catchphrase. Yeah. I like the fact, okay, so the Ninja Turtles are known for saying this weird shit, like yeah. Cow Bunyan and everything. Uh, cow Bunyan? Cow Bunyan. Cow Bunyan. Cow Bunyan. Cow Bunyan. All this shit. And, uh, but the thing is, like, it seems like in the movie, like, they're trying to get a catchphrase. So, yeah. Like, yeah, there are a couple moments where they're, like, saying a bunch of 90s buzzwords and none of them quite feel right. Especially yeah. tubular. I always freaking didn't like that one. That's a great level in Super Mario World. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. In the Star World, special world, whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's like essentially the 1990 TMNT movie. I personally, I think it's cool. I my one problem with the movie, it just feels weirdly like slowly paced. Like it just has like this kind of slow pace about it, which kind of bug, bugs me a little. Like it doesn't feel like it ever like speeds up. It's always just like takes its time with like each scene. You know what they say in build? Sawabunga. As the name of this episode. No. It's already, it's already called No King Shaming. No King Shaming. That's, that's really good. Oh, yeah. Is that, that one of mine? Yeah. <laughs> um, but overall, I, I like this movie. And I can see why like the parents complained and was like, yeah, this like, is too dark. Apparently there was an alternate cut of it where the kids were not smoking. Yeah, like yeah. Gar Gar said, let me they know if you guys they, get the smoking or non-smoking version. They don't smoke in the TV cut. I figured. Like, you could see them in the background doing it, but, like, the joke about regular menthol, the kids smoking the thing, the regular, you know, it's cut out. Yeah. Um, well, and also, also the end credits song is fucking Turtle Power, and it, that song is fucking awesome. It's such a good song. Fucking Mega Ran covered that song. Yeah. I love it. They call the Lone Ranger. They'll be there in half an hour. Turtle Power. Not Yo, it's the green machine, gonna rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound, yeah, everybody let's move. Vanilla's here with the new Jack Groove, gonna rock, gonna roll this place with the power of the Ninja Turtle bass. This Ice man, man actually you know, just not pulled playing. up the lyrics Devastate to the, the show song. Turtles are saying, Ninja, Ninja, that, that's okay. the second movie. Oh, wrong one. I know, but I... <laughs> 
that's what came up. So I'm just like, I'm just close enough. Fuck it. Um, yeah. What else? Everyone else. I just wanted to see if I could fucking just rap it real quick. Yeah, me, me personally, I really, I really. I expected Chris to stop me two lines in. (laughs) I I really enjoyed the Ninja Turtles movie. Let me talk about. I actually saw this thing on the in in the the big screen. Wow. And when this thing came out, this was okay. So I never saw a trailer. The only thing that I saw when this movie's coming out was is my father said, Tom, check this out. And it was a full page color ad in the Toronto Star. Uh, and it's actually that picture, maybe not that exact one, one just like that, but the, their heads poking out of the thing. And it said, you know, tagline something, you know, the and uh, and I was like, shit, the Ninja Turtles movie. I had no idea what to expect. I hadn't seen what the turtles looked like, I didn't know what the plot was. Imagine. And it was like coming out in a week. Imagine those days where you could yeah. see a movie without seeing a single trailer. And at this time, the show was pretty new. You know, like the you know, it was mostly the toys we were collecting, and I and I had a few of them already. And I went to see the movie, and it blew my goddamn mind. Like, can you imagine being twelve and seeing that movie? Like, it was just phenomenal. And I remember every Tuesday on cheat nights, I would go see it again. Like for like five or six weeks, the entire run it was out. I would go see it every Tuesday. I remember I brought a tape recorder, like a little cassette tape recorder, <laughs> and I started recording it so I could listen to the movie <laughs> on my headphones while walking to school. I had one of those myself. I would yeah. I would hold the mic up on a little tape recorder to the TV and record shows and shit. Yeah. Even though but, I also had yeah. a VCR. Well, I used to do that well, with the with cartoon, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme. I remember recording it, and my sister would always try to ruin it by saying, like, of course they're green. Um, but, I mean, like, that movie was amazing. Because even though I loved the cartoon that was silly and slapstick, I liked, I, I liked the dark tone. And I admit, a lot of the jokes went right over my head. Um, especially, like, the sexual jokes or, you know, like, the, the really obscure stuff. But I thought that movie was fantastic. I was so into it. And to this day... And the funny thing is, okay, so I remember liking the first one. I remember liking the second one. I even remember liking the third one when I saw it as, as a teenager. Now, I've rewatched them all since. Um, and two and three do not hold up. They're, they're worth watching for lols and they're worth watching for nostalgic. But you're like, uh, this one, we watched this earlier... And it was, I was there just like, this is a good movie. It's not just a good Turtles movie, it's a good movie. Like, it just, it, for what it is, for the budget that they had, (laughs) no, he's wearing a scarf around his eyes. He's Um, got a belt. Yeah. Um, But I mean, like, it's not just a good Turtles movie, it's a good movie. It's, for what it is, it's well written, the dialogue is fantastic, the actors are trying, and it's just... (laughs) They don't always try. For some reason, that comes off as such a backhanded compliment. The actors are trying. <laughs> well, they're trying their best. Well, I think it's some of them like, we like look at like fucking um, Orson Welles in uh, or, uh, uh, Transformers the movie. He did, he was like a bunch of toys are fighting some other fucking toys. Give me the paycheck, and he's <laughs> and like well Orson Welles at two is like most people on eleven. Like it was like I will rebel you. You will be the sweeps. You know he's like he's fucking <laughs> phoning it in. But I mean, like, this one, like, you could tell Elias Costi, who is a, like, a celebrated award-winning actor, like an indie actor, he's busting his chops trying to do the best he can. Like, everyone in this movie is, they don't care that it's fucking rubber turtles, they're just excited to be part of it. Yeah. And the thing is, this movie comes across as them trying to cash in, they're trying to cash in on a phenomenon, but they're trying to make the best movie 
with that they can. And they did. In my opinion, this is the best Ninja Turtles movie they've ever made. Like, there's other good ones. But, I mean, this is the best one because they were really trying. And they pulled it off. I, I did enjoy this movie. I really couldn't find much wrong with it. But from my viewings, I mean, I haven't rewatched the other ones in a while, but we're going to. But from what I remember of the other ones, I think I enjoyed two the most. But we'll see if yeah. that we'll see how my opinions hold up when we talk well, yeah. about the next one. Next week, the benefits of they're fighting other mutants. Yeah, even though they're babies. <laughs> but uh, Emily, what did you think of the movie? Did he? It did not. Uh, it was the first time I ever saw it. Um, it was. I feel almost like I would have been a bit lost if I wasn't already familiar with the characters, which I think is kind of interesting. Well, there was never a time where people, like, before, like, the Turtles, like, you were a bit too young to remember, but Turtles were a phenomenon. They were. The likes of which you can't even get now. I mean, I I followed the cartoon when it was airing. Yeah. No, but, like, I mean, like, it's just, like, everybody was into Ninja Turtles. Like, I remember my first Ninja Turtles toy. It was a Leonardo, because it was the only one they had. I would have picked... I would Well, I was really into Leonardo when I was a kid. I'm more of a Raph man now. But, like, I remember taking this kid, this toy to school, and nobody cared, because they all had their own. <laughs> like, everybody had a Ninja Turtle. Like, and the thing is, the everybody funny thing is... Everybody has a Ninja yeah, Turtle. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, right then, it's like the original thing, I think, it was like the core four. You get your splinter. You had your, uh... We're the turtles! Yeah. But I mean, like, the original toys, and the thing is, as shitty as the original first series toys, they're like, they, they, their eyes were white, they were like, he, well, He-Man proportion. Well, wasn't, the, isn't the eyes being white a reference to the comics? Weren't they, like, the it is, not yeah. people's in the comics? Um, yeah, and the funny, you know, and the funny thing is, I think it was, like, it was the toys that first was, like, they need to be different colors, even in their skin tone. And the movie doesn't really have that. If you look yeah, at the... Yeah, they all look the same. In the movie... Well, in the movie, they have really distinctive personalities to tell them apart. There, um, are, there are other iterations of Turtles where their skin colors are notably different, though. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, this is, this is going to get me in trouble. I like the new show. I do, too. Which, which the, new show? The, Rise. The Nickelodeon one. Oh, the 2012 one? Yeah. No, 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 no. The new the one new that, one. The one oh, that, Rise? Yeah, Rise. I like Rise. I've watched one episode I of it, but it looks good. I I've, think I've seen gorgeous. the first, uh, I don't know how many, but at I've least like... three you know, or four. Episodes. Yeah, I've seen like so the first several. And um, it's if you could get over the art style, like first, like they, I love the art. I style. love the art style too. As it, like it's Raph, different in a yeah. weird way, but I'm like, and their I'm personalities all are their bodies are like Raph is big. Yeah, like he's big and he's brutish. Leonardo is thin, and it's, and it's almost like they they remembered that they're mutants. Yeah, and the thing is, some people are mad because April is so different, but I'm like. April is... April has been different in every yeah. iteration of April Turtles ever. April is usually a pretty boring character. Yeah. Like, the Nickelodeon thing, they made her a warrior. I, I, just I, to I, give I, her something to do. I like her in the 2012 series, because they made her a fucking Kunoichi. Yeah. But I mean, like, I like... The funny thing is, I like when they do new things with the Turtles. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I'm not a stickler to it having me the same. Like, the one that I like, the, the cartoon one... Like that, like my favorite of all of the cartoons was the, uh, oh, I don't even remember what year the two thousand and six cartoon one that I was think like two thousand three. Yeah, and it was like yeah, dark. The, the and, one that was on Fox Box. That was the yeah. one that I. That's like, a Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Beware the Shredder. Yeah, that was a great show. And the thing is, of course, it went off the rails like after after they went to the battle. There was time time travel. And then there was a two thousand seven movie where Leonardo was voiced by Titus. 
Yeah. Now the thing is, like, and the the Michael Bay movies had their moments, but they really missed the mark. And you know what I've come to realize? I, I was watching The Goonies the other day, and I realized that Michael everything Michael Bay makes is like The Goonies trying to get shit done. <laughs> now, if you've seen The Goonies, which I have not. Okay, the Goonies are a bunch of kids, and they're literally like trying to get a treasure map, and they're all like, oh, give me that, I've got this, I'm going to do a joke, oh, this is broken, what are you doing? And they're just arguing for ten minutes, and I'm like, that is every conversation in a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I understand the Michael Bay movies are not amazing, but I do think they have good moments. Oh, they do have good moments. Uh, Rocksteady and Bebop were great. Yeah. Um, the fights were great. There were great moments. Like, the Technodrome that was kind of coming together looked kind of neat. First, and the first one, I love the line about their, their mix, the hype man for their mixtape. I, li- I liked, I liked, the, they have, uh, the first Michael Bay movie has my favorite origin to the Trolls, where they were April's pets. <laughs> I think that was fucking Anyways, great. we've digressed immensely. Yeah. So the point is, uh, so Emily, you said your thoughts on the movie? I, I think I got as far as, um, Sorry, uh, that I, it, it required, I it felt I felt like I, I got it a lot more because I already knew the characters, that I would have been a bit lost if I didn't. But, yeah, you kind of understand. I don't know why, like, it seems to just sort of throw you in, but there isn't that much really to just explain about them aside from their Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the title sort of yeah. tells you. Um, it was, it, it, it's, it's a case of exactly what it says on the tin. Practical effects, really, really good. Yeah. Creature Shop does it again. Everything was, like, looked real because it was. It was there in physical space. And, yeah. Um, I thought it actually had a pretty good arc going in it. Like, it be- had a beginning, a middle, and an end. It didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome or like it was too short. It, it, it was good. I can definitely see why it was a success. I, I definitely liked it. Yeah, I, I was the first one. Okay, um, so yeah, that is TMNT, the first movie. So, Jikai, Video Sentai Kasurinja! I want to tell one more quick story. Or are we already are we done? Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty much wrapping up. Yeah. Oh, it's a story where I, I feel I, I come across very, very, very pathetic. So, we'll say, I guess, but I'll, you know what? I'll say it next time. Save it for the next episode. Next time, I'll tell you the time when I met the creators of TMNT Ninjas. Oh, fun. Alright, so, uh, as you can probably guess, Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, we're talking about Secret of the Ooze, the second mm-hmm. movie. Shocker of the fucking centuries. Well, that's the one I grew up with. First rule about Ooze Club is you don't talk about Ooze Club. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, as usual, thank you all for listening, liking, watching, favoriting, subscribing, following, sharing, doing all the fun shit. Uh, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. Don't forget to use our Skip the Dishes promo code that's in the description. On If it's your first order, you get $7 off, and then we get $7. Feed the Cast Rangers. Um, <laughs> hashtag comments for Lane. Yep. Uh, let us know what you thought of uh, our friend Savage Caster here. Uh, we're going to... Thank you all for in- putting up with my, my shenanigans. Yeah. We're going to give him a try run over the course of Cowabungus, and if... He fits in, meshes in well with our little setup here. We'll, we're hoping to make you a core caster going forward. Is that a threat? <laughs> That's up to you. I'm just, uh, it's like <laughs> answering things with, is that a threat? Are you threatening me? <laughs> do, you want, do, do you want some ketchup? Is that a threat? <laughs> Alright, so thank you all, and we will see you next week. Th- thank you for listening, everyone. See you around. Stay radical, I guess. Cowabunga!